listening to Shoot and Scoot, the Flames of War Team Yankee Federation NARM and Great War Podcast that tries to make sense of the weird and wonderful world of 15mm wargaming with our tongues firmly in our cheeks, our pants as flat to the ground, and our dice, more often than not, failing to shoot and scoot every episode. We invite you to join us on our many hobby misadventures on Facebook and on the blog at breakthroughassault.co.uk and to shop online at Battlefield Hobbies because Hammy is probably still stuck on the M6. If nice dice your vice, be sure to check out Dice of War, our dice sponsor here at Shoot and Scoot. And if you need bunkers to bust or autobahns to go too fast on, then also head over to frontlineterrain.square.site, our awesome terrain sponsor. Terrain, terrain. If you'd like to contribute to this continued failed cross-check of our podcast, you can now also become a patron supporter by following the link on the Breakthrough Assault blog. Pay one pound a month for your chance to also become internet famous. I'm Eddie Fairs-Turner, broadcasting from somewhere in the south of England. I'm joined by my co-host, Duncan Segway-Gosling. I don't have a good segue now. That's that's taking me by surprise. Okay. <laughs> Neil Segway. Neil Segway, yeah. Neil your ego, Neil Segway. Neil Segway by mouth. <laughs> Mr. N Segway. Um, do you mean do you mean Segway like into in radio or do you mean like the stupid thing that people go on, like fat Americans go on tour on? The the the, the thing that was the, the inventor of went over a cliff riding one, yes. Yes he did, yes. That's Segway. Yes. That Segway. What a legend. And Lee, what's a German? Parnell. Is this the. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> I, I am a Cessarin. I managed to self edit myself. <laughs> it's more than anything. Redacted. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to episode 102, the one where we can't prove exactly who brought down the Berlin Wall. Lee, yep. what are we talking about tonight? It's a subject of much debate. Was it Reagan? Was it John Paul? Was it Pope John Paul? Was it yeah. um, David Hasselhoff? It's got to be Hasselhoff. Also, hold on, I, hold on. This is one hundred and two. Is this? Does this mean there's like a Cruella Deville thing element going on for the next year? It's the sequel to One Hundred One Dalmatians. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Good. I just wanted to establish that earlier. One hundred two Dalmatians. I mean, presumably Disney have done that to milk the IP for all it's worth. But oh, yeah, of course they have. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It's one hundred two Dalmatians. They, they, they exist. That's the thing. I, see that, and that to me is just like the 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 wrongfulness of the IP. You should really go if you hundred and one didn't work. Try for a hundred. Yep. Don't try for hundred and two. Well, can't make hundred and one. Bring yeah. it down. You know, just just maybe I, maybe like fifty. I mean, I'm st- I'm still waiting for the crossover between um, Star Wars and like hundred and one Dalmatians. So it's actually like just Chewbacca coming up in the background, having but, having absolutely desecrated a. a, a Dalmatian somewhere. Isn't that 101 Porgs? Oh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Porgs. <laughs> Just hand solo going, what wall? Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> Lee, what are we talking about tonight? Yeah, on the second time we might get around to it. Um, so tonight we're talking about Instep Famous and say hello to our new patrons. He says, try and remember that. He's a new patron this week. Yeah, I, don't, um, I haven't seen anything for those. No, I, I just realised if it was, I hadn't sent it to you. Let's go quickly do that while I'm talking. You do so that while we're talking. Let, Man, looks on the internet, and I will thank all of our existing patrons um, and their continued well, amazing. Well, we're, still, we're still doing contents at the moment. It's all right. It's okay. Oh, oh. you don't have to pad yet. You can oh, pad sorry. in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was just padding while you were looking things up. Um, yeah, we're going to be doing um, face spaces, which is about what we've been painting. We'll then be doing news from the front. We talk about what we're playing, including Eddie's going on to Cryvery and all three of us at Tabletop Republic. It's like two tournaments have been busy. Oh, do, I know. Did we, did we not do that last time? Oh, how exciting. We haven't, oh, okay. haven't had chat since then, no. Hey, you know, oh. I just trying to think if you did that or not. Yeah, I'm just, I'm no, just we, didn't. we didn't. No, we didn't because we've had we've had 101. Dalmatians. Before. Yep. Then we, we did the on the road. 
if you want to listen over my uh, failing uh, cast assumption. <laughs> I, I, I thought that was just Lee. Like, you know, if the cars are rocking. Yeah, no, the cars are rocking because it's got worn head bearings. Yeah. <laughs> if cars are rocking, everyone's dead. <laughs> <laughs> We laugh, but it's true. <laughs> but it's true. It's a twenty-year-old golf, all right. It's at one hundred seventy thousand miles. You leave it alone. It's, it's not even a diesel. Its... it's not even a diesel that's on one hundred twenty thousand that, miles. That's, that's the even, terrifying thing. That's the best bit because it means I don't have to pay the ULEs. Just, just freezing trade. Oh my well, god! We, <laughs> well, we doing lots of answers, which we were going to do in one hundred and one before he came up with a really cool idea. I think now regrets. Um, we're then going to do. Events and then we will shoot scoot. Mm. So, yeah. Mm. And I am just literally pasting in who our new patron is. So I can say to oh, Eddie, okay. get your phone ready. So um <laughs> let's say hello to our new patron. So our new patron is the famous Meet Joe Clark, uh, which was the uh the not so successful uh sequel prequel to uh, Meet Joe Black. Meet Joe Black. Mm. Um shoe shop. How are you spelling meat? Just that interesting. Uh, it's M B A T. It's uh, it's okay, a weird thing. It's a crossover yeah. between um, Saw Mr. franchise yep. and Mr. Uh, Bun the Butcher. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Bun the Butcher. Because that makes uh, sense, Mr. Ben. God, I love Mr. Ben. Mr. Ben. Da- Dar- Darren, Google Mr. Ben. Mm. With his, his magical, uh, his oh, magical whoa, whoa, whoa. fancy dress shop. I, I oh. would because it's from the seventies, and therefore it's probably on Operation Nutri or something. I was going to say exactly. Oh, it's no, fantastic. Yeah, but, he gets to go in and go, you know, Mr. Ben goes to the fancy dress shop, puts on a uniform and then a costume and then becomes that person. Fantastic. I don't know about you, but this all I can hear is that's a massive awooga. Like, I am there yeah, thinking yeah, like, of the one where he puts on the Native American costume. And obviously yeah, it's some of it has yeah. aged. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> terrain. Terrain. Well, it's it's it, has it aged poorly? It's not great. Some I of found it, that with Blackadder. It's weird. Yeah. Blackadder does not age well. But it... Mm. It's okay. But yeah, anyway. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Before we go into, uh, you know, modern modern politics. Joe, thank you very much. How, oh, yeah. Is, is Joe in our Patreon yet? In the Discord? Uh, I don't think I've seen him in Discord yet. No. Well, if you, how, how does one get between the two, the Twix? <laughs> so in <laughs> theory, they either, um, they, they set up on their Patreon, and when they join our Patreon, they'll make it added. Yeah. Well, or if it doesn't, they send a message on the Patreon. I read them and then I add them, man- man- okay. add them manually. So. so, yeah, do that if you want. Discord is surprisingly int- intuitive to use because even I can manage it without too much tr- trouble. Um, and Which is a surprise. Is it, a su- it is a surprise that something actually surprise. just works. It just kind of works. And also, it's a fantastic community. And I want to say thank you to all the existing patrons, including the dreaded GCHQ who revamped renewed try to sneak in there by renewing their payment details <laughs> well the other thing is if luddite mike can can operate well, that's it, what uh, i'm thinking and there's pictures yeah. and there's yeah. always people in the painting chat and it's people in the paint chat right now as we're doing as we're doing this is episode. it really it's it's really it's really exciting to see what's going on there and um for those who aren't on the patreon and our listeners anyway i just want to say thank you to you as well i won't say you by name uh, because that's a, a special privilege. But uh, thank you for listening. There's a couple of people on the, was it Team Yankee and official group who someone asked what for a Team Yankee podcast. And there was like two or three people who just un, unsol- you know, solicited our podcast unprovoked. Um, and I don't think they were patrons. I think they were just, and they said, you know, so it was a great listen and 
just want to say thank you to people who actually listen to us. It's 102 episodes. I mean, uh, I can't believe anyone listens to us. I still can't. Exactly. There is can. that. That's yeah. a huge thing. Um, so I mean, thank you. There was CCs to stagger. Thank you for, for squandering your limited time on this planet uh, listening yep. to our ramblings. I mean, some people listen to us multiple times, which is even yes. scarier. Yeah, which is terrifying. <laughs> but somebody wouldn't mention it. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, we, we, that was internet famous, I think. Meet Joe Clark. Yeah, and just to, so if you are, and if you do join as a patron, then you get to do stuff like um, send us questions and also answers that we get get to it later. Um, we do our little prize draw. Our Someone actually finally responded to winning the proper Noah prize draw. Oh, gosh, and we actually managed yes. to get a prize. Yeah. I don't think that's a little prize draw either. I think that's a decent that's prize. A big that's one. Huge. That's one to respond to. Yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah. Uh, one, one of our, um, our, our newly, our new annual draw an army deal. And um, cho- talking, talking about doing a D Day army. And then when we actually asked what you wanted, chose T 84. So <laughs> d- get, a hobby butterfly to our own liking. We like it. Yep. Um, and that was that. I, hey, wait a minute. I'm, I'm oh. onto it. So James Clark won the patron draw, and Joe yes. Clark has just signed up. Shenanigans! Do you reckon we're going to have like, like <laughs> they've done the math and they're like, wait a minute, this was an eighty-pound box set. Yeah, Jay so Clark. If, if yeah, yeah, Joan Clark signs up next week. <laughs> so for a yeah. mere for, for a mere twelve pound, yeah, exactly. If you, if you like to do two mentions, I say twenty-four a year, but you've doubled your chances. <laughs> are, you, are you expecting? No, I wanted to be a Jay Clark, like as in like Homer J Simpson. Just J dot Clark. Just J. <laughs> no, J, a dot J. See, Simpson's middle name is J. J A Y. J A Y. Because it's a homonym for J. Why? That's why it's funny. Got her. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, anyway, let's. What were we uh, talking about? I forget Jay, now. Um, podcasty. Faces, Face, faces. That's the one. That, painting stuff. Duncan, what have you been painting and/or assembling? Is, is it me first? I love the way that he said that and then my brain went, oh God, is it? Yeah. And then Lee's like, yes, it is. <laughs> I'm going to kill his dad, yeah. Well, actually, here's something for you. You can tell Tacey that mm-hmm. her, her present of the humble number two uh, Colorado brush, excellent. Excellent. Excellent brush. excellent brush. Should I do that right now? If, if I mean, by all means, please do. Hey, Tacey! <laughs> Duncan says the hub rule number two paintbrush excellent there we go do you guys hear that yeah you good there you go <laughs> yeah that was much better than a google review let's put it that way two stars adequate job done people Perfect. accuse you of having it all set up as a, as a pre-thing but uh, that was that's entirely adequate. That, was, that was that was much better no 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 genuinely um i i've i've lost all my paintbrushes in uh in transit oh. so they're somewhere that somewhere could be literally anywhere at the moment. Mm. Um, so I, I, I had a crack at those and I painted, what did I paint? I painted some Krieg stuff. So I've painted Ooh. some 40k things. Um, so that was nice. So I painted some engineers from the old Forge Worldy ones. I'm not 100% sure they're Forge World, but eh. yeah. and then eh. And then I have assembled some more tanks and uh, 3D printing is amazing. 3D oh, printing it's is mad, amazing. isn't it? But I don't know about the models, but like it's a slippery slope. But the track guards, like I've got track guards for my tanks, and they look amazing because they're all really crisp and really yeah easy to assemble. You're like, oh, that's, oh. I still, really I still cool. sit here, and 
as much as I say it with a smile on my face and a joke, I, I'm still very proud of myself that I have not bought a 3D printer. You don't need one. You really don't need a 3D printer. You just need a friend with a 3D printer. Need a friend. And they can go for well, the pain in the ass I, and set it all up. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. it, Lee. I do not want the hassle of how... Like, I mean, you you the, have an airbrush as well, right? You've already got a hobby within a hobby. You don't mm-hmm. need another hobby within yeah. a hobby within a hobby hobby. Hobby section. Yeah. An airbrush is a natural progression. Right, tell that to Lee when he's swearing about losing something into the carpet when he's dropped. Yeah, that's, like any, that's, that's just scale modeling, full stop. It's any kind of scale modeling. The, the carpet monster is real and it will devour. We're, we're quite fortunate that most of the small bits manufacturers give us multiples of. But when However, you say we, do you mean just generally people? We, we as in war gamers. Oh, okay, right. So, like, normally you have multiple machine gun, like, turret oh, machine guns or, you know, the grenade pack or whatever it is you drop. Um, whereas most scale modelers only get, you get one shot. And- yeah, but they're, they're like turbo. They're hardcore. I'm sorry. If, uh, to me, that feels like, you know, some people can climb a wall, like, right? But then there's the people that climb it without a rope. That's what scale modeling is. <laughs> they're free climbers, essentially. Like they, they they live for the thrills. <laughs> the Fez, the Fez top tip is if you ever do drop a small part of a model onto carpet, which is the normal thing that eats things. Yep. Um, if you get some uh, some some pantyhose <laughs> or some a stocking what? or tights. Oh, there we go, tights. Right. There you go. Uh, and put those over the end of uh, a vacuum cleaner. You can then just vacuum clean the carpet quickly, and it will not oh, okay. get ingested. Okay. Good. Like I vacuum. I mean, obviously, I'm assuming when you say vacuum, you mean Henry Hoover. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, if you've got anything else other than a Henry, I don't know what you're playing. Or, or a Hetty. Or a Hetty, yeah. Hetty well, there was the green one, wasn't there? There was a green one as well. Is that Junior? Is that the small one? I don't know. No, they're Junior. They don't make kids like Hetty the Hoover, surely. They did, they, they, well, they made a baby Henry. Yeah, child labour doesn't do itself. Hold on. They had a baby Henry. Like this is getting weird now. This is getting like there's a kid. There is, they, they, I don't know if they still make it, but at one point in time, you could buy a toy version of Henry Hoover, and it was small and it was child sized. Was that before they changed child labour laws? I yeah. mean, is this a penis joke? No. Okay, I just wanted to check. Terrain, terrain, pull up. No, don't do, no, don't say pull up and then penis joke. That's not. <laughs> I think, I think once again, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Look, I stand corrected. <laughs> Literally. In every um, where were we? Um, I was painting. Um, painting and yeah, dropping things. Painting and dropping things. So, um, yeah, they come out quite nicely. Uh, I, must, again, I must admit, that, that hum- I'm normal. impressed by that humble brush as well. I used I'm it really briefly. impressed by it. Right, I'm assuming I'm not, this isn't any any disparity at all, but I'm assuming it's, they're not, I haven't looked, but because that would be rude because it was a present. But I'm assuming they're not like, you know, 30 quid a brush they're not like you know insane oh they're not winds and newtons no yeah yeah that's the word i was looking for i couldn't think of the word for winds and newton um <laughs> expensive yeah i mean yeah expensive that's the word <laughs> yeah, yeah. outrageous outrageously expensive well, overpriced so so well my, my podcast heroes uh wwpd uh formerly known as what would Patton do but then the Patton estate sued them for the use of the name which is hilarious <laughs> yeah. so they changed it from what would Patton do I mean, to obviously. WWPD I'm going to say yeah. Patton about three more times and hopefully some of the Patton estate will uh you know no say Patton as Patton. in like Patton, Patton. yeah it's French it's the Patton, Où est yeah, la what, Patton? what would Patton do 
slap you around the face and scare you up a telephone pole. Yeah, tell, um, tell you that you're a coward. Yeah, that's, exactly. histor- that's historical facts, so you can't sue us. And, no, you can't. Yeah. He did it. And, and he was found guilty, uh, so he can't appeal it. I know the law. I've watched Judge Judy. Oh, my gosh. No, I've watched Judge Judy. Sorry. Are no, you Judge just... Judy Executioner? Sorry? Oh, Judge Ooh. Judy and Executioner. Oh, dear. Oh, I wish she was. That would be awesome. I'm having a completely different conversation to you, by the way. Are you? Why? Because yes. I just thought I would see how much that Humbrol paintbrush actually was. You shouldn't be doing that. That's that's rude, Eddie. Well, I was quite impressed by it. Is it? I'm, oh, is it good? I'm exceedingly impressed looking at the price. Are you? How much uh, are they? And also, I'd forgotten that Humbrol is part of Airfix. Yep. Which means that I get Airfix Club discount on this as well. There you go. There you go. D- d- whisper, it, whisper it into the microphone so Tasty doesn't hear. Because um, well, I've, I've got something better. So, uh, one second, one second, one second, one second. Uh, so, that's if, content. If you go onto Amazon, Amazon, mm-hmm. yeah, on on my iPad, on your iPad, on, on the my interwebs, iPad, on the interwebs. I'm not really yeah. sure about the interwebs still. Oh, the interwebs are great. You should, it's mm. my auntie Elaine. She loves the uh, interwebs and Amazon. Okay. Are you sure that's interwebs? No, it's, it has to be interwebs. Okay. Um, because Auntie Elaine is interwebs. Uh, my Nana Turner, bless her, whose parents were killed by a V2, keeping keeping related. Uh, she she called it the Tinterweb. Tinterweb, yep. Yeah. Not, but the, not yeah. Tinderweb, that was a foreshadowing. Not Tinderwebs, that's before that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, on Amazon, you can get a Color Row brushes, which is the Humbrol ones that we've got. Size Color Row. Double, yeah. double O. One, four, and eight delivered to your house for less than five pound fifty. Really? Yes. Are they? Are they so genuine? Like, are they? Are they synthetic hair, or are they synthetic hair, or are they yes. real hair? No, they are synthetic. But I didn't. See, I, I, I only know that because I've looked at this and it says synthetic. I would not have guessed that. I think they're no, really good. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm like, oh. I went to suggest so so WWPD suggested uh Winsor Newton Series 7 size zero yep. the Flames of War, which is a fantastic paintbrush. Don't get me wrong. Um but it was a fantastic break paintbrush when it was I think it got, you used to get it for like eight or nine pounds. Yep. They're like twenty now, aren't they? They're now about twenty. Because I looked, I was like, oh, mine's getting a bit tatty. I'll have a look for what a new replacement is. Mm. I was like, I'm not paying twenty quid for That's- a single brush. Are they made out of Chinese children's hair? I don't know. I mean, supposedly, maybe, and there's less of them now. Is that what? Well, that's what I mean. I'm I'm thinking it's a bit rarer. That's all. They're getting wiry. Getting wiry. They can get away from it. Yeah. No. I mean, it's quality and whatever. But I think I think they've realised that they can charge that much. I I don't. Oh, I see what you mean. They've twigged it. They've twigged it because before Mm. it was just watercolour paints, and it's oh yeah, whatever. Um, Because oh, I can top you on the same Amazonian. On the yeah. on the application though, rather than its internet, I don't know if that makes a difference. It shouldn't do. Um, that you can get a pack. You can get a pack of them with mm-hmm. a double uh, double zero one four and eight brush. Yeah. Uh, which is four, five pound forty eight. Yeah, so I said less than five pound fifty. Yeah, but not but not brush. That's a pack, Eddie. That's yes, what I said. Did you? Oh. Yeah, double o one four and eight for less than five pound fifty. Because I don't want to give the exact price because it might change. Five pound forty eight. Your your experience may differ. From the modeler's toolbox. There you go. They got a free plug. Don't care. Don't care anymore. That's pretty amazing. I mean, that is really good. That's really good. 
Where, where so I think they're about one. They're, they're less than two pounds each. I think they're about one pound fifty, one two pound, whatever. <coughs> that's really good. Which is fantastic. Okay, all right, that's it. I'm, I'm sold. I'm going to get a set and then see if the smaller sizes work as well as this one does. Yeah. Do you I, think I, hmm. they'll be compatible with your sit-down water bottle? Boy? With my sit-down water cup. I yeah, don't know. Like, no, 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 they won't because they're not an official Games Workshop product. I've found uh, see, that. No, no, no. There's a trick there. Mm-hmm. Okay. What you've got to do is you just use um, – you have to use official Citadel green stuff, so it's a bit pricey. Right. But if you use official Citadel green stuff, you can fit in the word Citadel on the front of your water pot. So it's, uh, and then and then it's just flat and then it's unbranded and that unlocks your water pot and you can use any other company's brushes. So you so can jailbreak your water pot. You can jailbreak. What a world we live in. I've got my big ammo <laughs> synthetic liners, liner brushes. I've been using those and that. Um, it still obviously is still compatible with Citadel paint uh, brushes, um, both synthetic and natural, um, and the old blue series. A bit of blue. Yeah, I, 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 this is my, my, my days of working in the Guildford Games Workshop. I've still got my full set of brushes, which I love. I did find that that when I was using this medium shade brush, which I've got, worked wonderfully. But as soon as I put the Humbra one in it, it was very much like my Iranian Cobra helicopters, where I'd put them on the stand and then the and then the rotor blade would jump off the top of it and I couldn't work out what was going on for a while. <laughs> it's just reverse polarity. Yeah, yeah mistakes were made. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's 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 been good. It's a good brush. Right, that's that. That was my update. Oh, and I've got some. I've built a hundred years war army as well in fifteen mil. A hundred years? How did that last? Uh, one hundred thirteen. Weirdly, they don't tell you that at school. No, one hundred thirteen <laughs> year war doesn't really six more no. <laughs> But also, did they do they, a campaign medal for somebody who served the whole thing? Uh, I no, I like to think that's what. It's not the Brexit I voted for though. That's definitely not. <laughs> Out means out. There's one guy who's like, this is Bert. He served for the entirety of the 130. He served your grandfather, your grandfather's grandfather, your grandfather. (laughs) He's very, very tired. (laughs) He's had enough now. Let him die. (laughs) But yeah, I went for, because I'm a country and I went for a Scottish army. Oh. So yeah, the Scottish had about 13,000 troops in France. Uh, were they just lost on a booze cruise? No, it was it's the old the old alliance thing. Um, so they're actually deployed to go and support the French against the English in France. It's all a bit weird. It's just any excuse. It's the yeah. any excuse alliance. It's the it's any much. excuse to go and punch them in the face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Being English, so, I can say I don't blame them. <laughs> no. But they, that, that that's been quite good fun to assemble. Not because they're all. What size was it? Sorry, you said it. 15 mil, but they're all oh, wow. blue, they're all um, old glory based. figures. No, they're Ooh. all old glory ones, so they're about 18 mil, so they're a bit chunkier. And then heroic I've 15. They're heroic 15, and then I've decided to put them for some reason on a 3 millimeter base as well, so they're bloody massive. But So Hero Quest 15. So doing it at 20 millimeters. I'm so essentially playing at 20, yeah, 20 mils, and everyone else is playing at 15, and therefore I think it's, it's there's a there's a psychological element to that, I think. That's <laughs> <laughs> over everyone. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Come here, little puny English man. Her, her. <laughs> exactly, but no, that's it's been mostly assembly. But I have been thinking about some um, get uh, flames war again, and I, I need to locate um, my. I think the next thing I might do is actually my. Um, do you remember I got that pack of? Uh, oh, what were they? The free French. Yes, I've got all the free French to do, and I think that might be quite a bit fun. It's slippery slope. 
Why? Well, so when you say free French, you're talking about free French US equipped. Yeah, I'm, I'm or, talking about doing, yeah, hundred. Oh. you know, like how I had that idea to do the um, uh, the Germans with no deployments before it became a, yeah. like everyone does that, because that's yeah. a thing apparently now. But I, I was doing it the cool way with, um, what, was the, what, was the, what was the Teddy, one with, um, Teddy Hipster. what was the one from Migrationly that you quite like as well? Oh, they're a snow, they're, um, what's snow? Um, Sprepunked? No. Sprepunked, that's it, yep. Is it no? No, it's the blocking detachment, isn't it? Yeah, yeah Swearpunk. Oh no, Swearpunk means f- combined force. I can't remember. No, what. It's focal point. Focal point. Oh, okay. Whatever. It Which is, can be blocking. used both ways, and and I think in the Eastern Front, the Swearpunk was referenced to the blocking forces. Like you know, we're going to have a focus of force here that is not going anywhere. Right. Okay. So it's that one. Yeah. Um. But the um. What was I saying? Yeah, so the, 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 you can do it with the, the Americans as well, but I do like the idea because I've got the the limited edition pack where it, where it was that came out with the anti-tank gun. Oh, yeah. So I've got the, so I can do two, like, two six-pounders or two 57mm type things. Mm-hmm. So I could actually do, like, a pseudo-American force, but all free French. Ooh. So, and then use the free French rules. But then, you know, I don't want to be accused of being, I don't know, competitive player Ugh. i think it was good accuse you of that so, but the, no. when you say the free french rules do you mean like the ffi and ftp platoons or yeah but ffi are not limited yes they are one of them's not no they're not they're both limited no they're not no they're not otherwise i would have had no they're not i swear to you in the american book you might be looking at the british book in the American book? Oh, yes. No, yeah. sorry. Sorry. Yep, you are right. Yeah, so in the American book, they're, they're, I think it's the FFI. that are, They're the only ones you can have, and they are not limited, so you can have as many infantry platoons as you like of them. Isn't so that 40 fixed points. in um, the FAQ? Weren't they meant to be limited? I don't care. <laughs> no, I don't what? think so. Feels okay, not yeah, I was trying to just curious. The, the, Dutch, the Dutch resistance in bold, British bulge books aren't limited. I was being glib then. I do actually care, but I do think. True, yeah. yeah I think yeah. I think this one. It might be one of these corner cases where they fixed everything apart from they forgot they were in one book. So it probably will get fixed at some point. No, I but... don't. I don't think. They, I, don't, I don't think they're intended to be also, limited. It's just. Oh, I'm not sure they should be for the Americans because no, exactly. If you look at like Dragoon and stuff, they had loads of yeah support yeah, yeah. and stuff in the south. So I might I might have to do that next because I think that would be quite cool, and then it's I can get run fun. over with something else. It's it's a good feeling when you're just like, oh, this is like 15 points that I should have in reserve that are on the board. (laughs) Do you make sad trombone noises? (laughs) And now they're running at your face. Yeah. But, I mean, they're they're not very good. I mean, they are... Ooh, you'd be surprised. Aggressive. They're aggressive. Yeah, but I think... Maybe. Are they reluctant? Mm, I can't remember now. I think they're reluctant. Yeah, I see. Reluctance better than fearless. Reluctant. A reluctant unit will always counterattack to hold an objective or capture an objective, whereas a fearless unit will always break with the reroll. Huh? Are you just is that is that that's not mass based, right? That's just that's, that's just experience. Yeah, no, yeah. that's statistical analysis. That's that mathematically provable. That's statistical analysis be... for a war games tournament. So that's the problem. Everyone does the stats in isolation. I don't want it to once, be... once you make it actually on the battlefield, the rules go. Oh, yeah. Reluctant troops are awesome. I love exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Look, look at our shooting skeet rolls. Exactly. Uh, unless you're talking about 11 year olds with Panzerfaust, and then they are just the most motivated troops that have ever walked the planet. Yeah. 
I mean, that that is just de facto, surely. I think you've got to have a certain amount, you know, certain thing about you where, you know, after after dinner club on a on a Wednesday, you uh, you go and shoot some tanks. Hold on, I'm just having a look now on the uh, DD American cars. See, I, I think you're right. I think they aren't limited. No, no, think... it's more FFI and FTP. You can have both. FFI is not limited, and they are f- oh they are fearless. But their last stands five plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They counterattacks five plus. They're green and aggressive. <laughs> yes, because that's what I ran last late war but etc was the you can British, tool them but ffi and ftp well they come because, tooled up they, they come with everything standard no no because they're ffi the americans because they're using the american platoon as the base of it you can have an extra bazooka and you can have two light machine guns uh, and a heavy machine sorry. gun yes so you can yeah, it's that weird thing where yeah yeah the composition changes but you can have yeah, yeah. they can be really big as well mm. so i'm going to do that but then i don't know i'm sure ftp is communist Oh no, that's not Dirty limited in the US Force one either. That's US Force build, it's not limited either. So they're reluctant train careful. Hmm. Not sure that's better or not, but you can do both. And then because they've got anti tank guns and they've got all the, the little bits and bobs yeah. in the command box, so you can do a commander and you can do um like all the Panzer Shreks uh, Panzer Shrek, sorry, all the bazookas and piots and stuff all come in the box as well. So I'm gonna have a look through that, I think. I think that might be an interesting one. Yeah, could be. But I don't know, because uh, I'm still toying with the idea of doing the worst list ever for Warfare. So that needs some painting as well. The worst list ever? Yeah, the worst list ever. So it's got two platoons of Cooper wagons in it. Um, It's got broom bars. Cooper <laughs> wagons, of... not shrimp wagons. Uh, shrimp wagons, sorry. Shrimp wagons, yeah, I slipping, beg your pardon. Slipping yeah, drunk. The, the problem I had, though, like this is... Oh, my God, sorry. This is going to get me onto a rant. But... <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Who had Duncan's rant on the uh, episode? Yeah, on the bingo card. But <laughs> what I found incredibly frustrating is that it's three points, obviously fixed, right? Yeah. For the for the unit. Yeah. But why for my formation commanders to ride in that? Oh, yeah, it's three points. How? It doesn't work. So there, what, there was where, a reply. Explain to me where there, the logic of that is. There is no logic because not all the command cards are logical. And there was a post to someone today who put up a thing saying, oh my God, why would you pay zero points to make your German mid-war desert anti-tank gun six pounders when they lose this and lose this? And, you know, it's a negative effect card. No, it's a negative effect card from the stat lines. It's it's without a doubt a negative downgrade. Unlike version three, their um, six pounders don't have anti-tank 10. Yep. So if they're no better than, than they're no better anti tank for the pack three, and they get no HE, yeah, and a heavier uh, can't move tactical. Yeah. yeah, so they go, they go. It's a, it's a downgrade for zero points, and then Phil Yates himself replied, "It's there to allow people to field historically accurate forces who want to to represent captured six pounders. It is not intended for competitive play. Ergo, the Schwimmbarken guard, it's not there for competitive play." I don't care about competitive. I'm not talking about competitive. I'm just like, why is it the same? Because it's there to well, hold up. Why charge up. any points then? This is ridiculous. It's this conversation the shining is over. standard. This conversation Duncan. is over. No, it's not. It's not. It's <laughs> the <laughs> shining standard before <laughs> they went, okay, so this is a niche thing. It's there. It's whatever. We'll have I this there. We'll make it. We'll, no, no, no. Let me finish because 
the reason it's there, Duncan, is because it gives you the moral high ground over anyone else who runs like drills villain. I don't want the moral high ground. I just want my you commander do. not to pay three points to have a two bloody so we'll, two right. bargains. So we'll play a game with a Shrimvagen list and we'll make it a point of platoon and we'll just have a fun game. No, we won't. We'll just make it. We will just make it not have any point. This is what I don't understand. Oh, for your commander, yeah, but I'm talking about the card in general. Just make it a one point card, and your no, commander no. gets a free upgrade. Well, no, no, I mean, no. At the bottom, my, we just say we just say soft skins. Uh, that's my anyway, point. Yes. Why, why bother when you can just say you can hand wave it? Why do people need permission? This is because, bizarre. No, no, no. So here's yeah, here's the thing, right? So I think there's a difference in design philosophy between the mid-war cards and the early D-Day ones and the later packs. And I think the design philosophy was we'll put the stuff in there that is a little bit outlandish because, you know, shrimp, turning infantry, the way they've done the shrimp bargains to turn them infantry stands that can disembark, They're which could be, could be quite powerful. They're not good. No, they're not good, but but well, hear me out, right? So I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. I'm just they, telling you they're not good. They're not good, but there's a potential they could be if they were dirt cheap, and then they become a no-brainer upgrade if you're running that for me, you know, in certain circumstances. Really? And then, yeah, I, I can see a logic there to go, if we make them too cheap because we've tied ourselves to a one-point thing, I, I'm not saying the price is right. What I'm saying is it's intentionally wrong. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. But there's... It's intentionally wrong to stop them being a gamey thing. And that's kind of what's missing in the late war, late, late war books. Because oh, the I late, see. late war books have too many cheap crap tank teams. And the only uh, thing I could think would be well, worse. Within... Cards. No, no, in, in, in the actual forces. Oh, I see. Yeah, I like, mean, that's, but that's 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 terrible. Like, and command yeah, cards, yeah. I can forgive, but not. But then, what I'm saying is that command card essentially allows you to turn an infantry platoon into a cheap crap unarmored tank team. Where's the advantage of that? It it then lets it cross water. They can cross water anyway. You still no, have to take no, a cross no, no, if it, you no, because if you, you, if it's you, impossible. I know, I know, I know. If it's impossible, you still you can still cross it on a four that, plus. That, that yes, which it, four plus is better than not being able to cross it at all. It's very Why? situational. I don't, you know, it's a weird one. I don't think it's worth the amount of time that we've given it on the podcast. Oh, <laughs> what do you mean? It absolutely, it's worth giving it. Why is it cheaper for me to put them in trucks? This is ridiculous. Carry on. <laughs> Yeah, right, yeah, Lee, yeah. what have you painted? Someone else paint something. Oh my God, we've got faces, bases, aren't we? Yeah. Faces is That's what I'm saying. Paint <laughs> something. Six months for a taxi. Um, so <laughs> I I painted M113s. I think I fin- I can't remember if I finished them last episode or I was working them last episode, but I have finished the M113s, the Anzacs. Oh, Anzac ones, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah so they're all done. Um, and before getting onto the tanks, I just squeezed in a small commission for Brett. Oh wow! Because I'm a sucker. Um, the one, the one that you said you'd never do again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, but it's only like um, four Stuarts, three Jeeps, and a couple of stands of infantry. So it's not huge. This time, this time. What's it? There's no more. That's it. It's drawn, drawn under. Oh right. <laughs> is this is what I sound like, Duncan. Yeah, it's exactly the same. It's a very familiar sound. <laughs> that's unfair. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. keep finding Facebook memories where it's like Facebook status from ten years ago. I'm never going to paint 
Gonna pay pay more than I buy. Blah blah blah. Promise, promise, promise. And I'm like, oh, pass fez. Oh wait, <laughs> no, just oh oh. oh, oh my pass fez. Do you mean like literally like yeah. a nanosecond ago, fez? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Planks, planks, uh, plank, yeah. Yeah, planks, yeah, second where it is. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so, so it's, it's going fine. I've got all the airbrushing done, Stuart. Sarah, all done. Just doing the um, dance and smocks. Literally now, I'm gonna start working the webbing next. What so airbrush paints do you use? Um, it was a, it was a very good question and one regret. So I was using um, I, I I can't find a decent facsimile for Russian uniform and airbrush. Oh, we had it. Yeah, we said this at Dice, yeah. didn't we? Russian uniform, and, yeah. Like yeah, so so I was using thin down Russian uniform, and it was because old an old um, old pot. It was just mm. it was just going through horribly lumpy, poggling <laughs> every five seconds. Do old pot. you use Flow Improver? I do. Yes. I can't help if the actual pigment is all clumpy and, that and kind of thing. thinner. Yeah, yeah. Thinned it. So, yeah. so I thinned it down to proper consistency. Add a with, couple with, drops of with, flow improver. With thinner, not with water, right? Yeah, yeah. Thinner. Yep. Okay. And so yeah, put put that through. And like on the grey green later, it worked fine. But the rushing, I think, because like I said, the rushing uniform was an old pot. It just didn't uh, yeah. like going through. So I'm going to, have to buy a new pot of that soon. I managed to find even older pot that was wasn't opened um, with the original Flames of War branding on it, Ooh, the original nice. version one paint set. That actually went for a bit better because, like I say, it was, it was old pot; it hadn't been opened. Yeah, yeah, it's such a weird thing. I think I may have yeah. made a huge mistake in leaving um, about a third of my paint collection in the conservatory, even though it wasn't in the sun. Don't do that. Yeah, I know. Oh, oh. It, it, even, <laughs> it's not even the sun; it's the cold, it's the temperature variation it's, that's it's, really Yeah, it's, it's both. It's but mm-hmm. it's not good. Mm-hmm. I've opened up a pot of the basic material for the GW stuff. I went, "Why is this all dry?" Oh no! This is all oh gosh! Yes, and and one of the varnishes has gone shiny. <laughs> shiny. Oh good. <laughs> yes. So I'm hoping to get all that done by, let's say, end of next week, um, or end of this week, hopefully. Cool. Um, and I can get on to doing the. Uh, my aim is to get the M1s, a platoon of leopards, and a HQ leopard done by the end of February. For Aussies. For Aussies, yeah. And that'll get, that'll get me enough I can do most things I want to get done. But I also managed to find someone that's got the infantry in stock now. Cool. So I've bought three blisters of Anzac infantry. Nice. So I, in the future, I better do a full Anzac um, full, no, infantry formation. What, what battle rifle have they got? Have they got 16s? SLRs. Uh, it's a mix. They've got a mix of M16s and SLRs. Ooh, that's smexy. They're packing all of the heat. And M- M16 machine guns. And Carcass staffs. Everything's better with Carcass staffs. Everything is, it? is better with Charlie G's. Well, it's better than my, what is it, Dragon? So, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, yeah, Dragon 2s aren't too shabby. Yeah, I don't have dragons easily. Because <laughs> well, you shouldn't have. You should have held off your revolution by you now. Just a couple more, a couple of months. I don't think it works like that in terms of revolutions. <laughs> and they're not. They're not known for their patience <laughs> and understand. You got the the, the Disney uh, Mulan dragon, which is just Chris Rock. Just wise cricket. Yeah, wise cracking. Yeah, yeah. wise cracking revolutionary. <laughs> Oh my god! Now, now I just want a dragon anti-tank missile. Speaking of a really comedy Che, che, che sort of Che Guevara, um, like <laughs> but cross cross with you know Middle East accent, just doing the, the revolution. Yeah. Yes. 
Make Why's it happen, Disney. Yeah. Go, 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 find find some uh, some mileage in doing the Rainy well, Revolution as a, as a cartoon. <laughs> I know what's doing the rev is not 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 Disney. Cars fifteen, the Iranian Revolution allegory. Yeah, <laughs> Cars fifteen. Oh, the shark car. <laughs> He's a Rolls Royce, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Disney do a rank concert. There you go. So. Oh, it would be um, it would be a, a Rolls Royce, and it would be something like a Toyota Hilux. Oh, it would just be three hundred Hiluxes come over here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> they'd be racing each other. Yeah. <laughs> Eddie, oh. what have you been painting? Um, so we did. Do we talk? We've talked about the frantic painting I did for the tournament, right? No, have we? Have we, we talked about we, you doing it? I don't think we actually talked about how far you got with it. Yeah, no. So the yeah painted painted the what twenty Which tournament, Eddie. The, the Team clear. Yankee one. Team sorry, there Team Yankee. Go. The Team Yankee Jeeps and the two nights that I painted ninety five points worth of Jeeps, not Jeeps, uh, French Warthogs. It's Monsieur Warthog. Exactly. Um, or, or imagine that's a Halo featuring, but done on like accordions. Yeah, it's, it's oh. got to be Pumba from Lion King. Monsieur yeah. Pig. Exactly. Hakuna Matata. Hakuna <laughs> Matata. <laughs> no women, no kids. As a rain, a rain of rockets. Yeah. <laughs> a rain of missiles. Like. Yeah, exactly. Hakuna Matata, bitch. So the twenty-four <laughs> ones for twenty-four models for that. Uh, 24 Jeeps and then the infantry and the half tracks in three color, not NATO colors, as I discovered. discovered. Um, still waiting decals, but they looked good enough on the table, I think. Um, I did for Carivery, I painted four land mattresses. Is that mattress oso? Land mattressi. Mattressi? Yeah, I like mattressi. Land mattressi. Land mattressi. Another four M10 Achilles. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, three um, <sighs> SAS Jeeps. They looked cool. Which I then also converted the Vickers K machine gun. So I had enough of the because the standard the standard the standard sprue only comes with a single Lewis gun. And obviously which doesn't the make any sense. I know it's a bit of a weird oversight. Because um, they're designed to make that unit too, right? In they're theory. designed to make the unit, but they're also the SAS jeeps only have a single Lewis on them. Not SAS, huh. they're um, airborne. Airborne jeeps only have the single machine gun. Yeah, it's a thickest. The airborne was thickest K as well. Do you mean Lewis machine guns? Well, we want like water cooled. That's yeah. right, air cooled, sleeved, air-cooled, tumble round. It, it's yeah, no, with the yeah, with the uh, drum drum magazine on top. Yeah, that's Vickers K. Vickers K's have those. No. The, or, yeah. Okay, so I may be transposing, in my mind, a Vickers K is two of those on a mount. No, so Vickers K is the machine gun singular, and there's a twin, there's a twin mount as well. The twin mount. Okay, so yeah. they're all Vickers Ks. That's fine. Um, the SAS had twin mounted because yes. in Flames of War, the rate of fire four machine guns. Yeah, because SAS, and therefore the better, the, what's better than one machine gun, two machine yep. guns. Yeah, and then the airborne ones are a single because the airborne Jeep, airborne jeeps only have rate of fire three. Correct. So to make the SAS ones, I chopped up and custom built the twin Vickers K mounts 
on as a quick Jeeps. aside to, to the credit of their um six air, no six air armored airborne wreck regiment they wanted to carry more machine guns they're denied because there wasn't enough glider lift capacity and they had to cut down the number of machine guns on the jeeps interesting yeah. the logistics apparently are important and so they so are, so is waiting to detriment actually glider. complete objectives <laughs> <laughs> um, it just put some armored plates in the floor it's great comes in like a yeah. freight train um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I converted those, and then I also put um, I, I paid the extra to make them uh, have an AA thirty cal in the back as well, so they were five five each. Oh my god! <laughs> so yeah, put that stuck that on the back. Um, I How didn't... many points for the SAS jeeps? Does that mean interest? Off the top of my head, I think it's three points for the platoon. Two points to make them behind enemy lines, and then a point to give them all AAMG. So the six points. Yeah, it's a six point the two. <laughs> yeah, you didn't give me the fifty cows, did you? I no, because you're going to have one with the fifty cow. So that's the oh, thing. Really? If I could give them all fifty cows, I think it's a worthwhile upgrade. But the fact you can only give a single jeep a fifty cow for a point, that's I think. Yeah, I think it. it it doesn't work because then you're removing your gone to ground to fire a single 50 cal to dig out infantry. And that's why it doesn't quite pay off. It, no, it's, not, know, not, it's not like I wouldn't fire the other machine guns. It's just that one's got no, so chance. Yeah, to. but, but it gets dug in stuff. You're kind of like, I'd rather have gone to ground right now for if for the behind enemy lines type formation, which is what I'm doing, um, which we'll come into in the gaming as to why that's important. Um, the, I ran out of time to do the converted armoured upgrade, um, which is hilarious because I, when I saw the armoured card, I thought, oh, you know, armoured SES Jeeps, they're going to be like the um, intelligence recon platoon, American nope. ones with steel plates. And I'm like, oh, oh, no, no, they're not. If you Google real life pictures, it's literally just a semicircle of perspex. Yep, that counts as armoured. <laughs> it's bulletproof glass. <laughs> what the hell? Um, so I was intending to cut out uh, blister packs and all that kind of stuff, but um, I did. I just ran out of time um, and did the painting for the guys instead. Um, oh, and then also painted up an extra two Daimlers. Um, because you needed da- more armoured cars? Daimler armoured cars, which I'll come on to when we talk about Carivery as to why they're there. It's oh, really? I'm not smart. angry. Very smart. Just, just disappointed. It's a lot of fun. Um, anyway, nice segue into news in the front. To... Oh, I haven't finished talking about my page yet. Uh, you haven't? Okay. We'll keep Hold on, I've you been, paid I've more. Been, I've paid more, yeah. Um, you I've my, my Necromunda campaign, my Necromunda gang um, for, for the campaign at the Guildford Games Club. Um, Good God. I, I, talked about the ne- I talked about my birthday painting, haven't I, already? So it was like 15 models for that. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, I've done that. Yeah, yeah, this, is, this, this is extra Italy. on top yep. of that. This is an extra um, couple of models and built the, the vehicles I needed for the campaign, painted all those up. That's fantastic. Um, there is something else that I am forgetting, but I can't think of it right now, but I'll think about it later. I'm quite proud of my productivity this year. So you far. have been very, very productive. Now, yeah. have you got over the hump of I'm coming back to these? Not just yet. <laughs> right, okay. However... So so that's still fair game for teasing. Understood. Oh, yeah, Make yeah, yeah. That <laughs> lead, please. Yep, right, yep, just... yep, 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 yep. 
you know. I'd like the time and date noted. Darren, if you could get on that, please, that'd be super. Thank you. <laughs> so, news from the front then. <laughs> yes. Where to start? It's been a busy two months, hasn't it? Um, so, where to start? I think where to start is the three of us going to Tabletop Republic in oh, High Wycombe. fun. In High Wycombe, indeed. Yes. Fun. Um, to do team duty <laughs> and once more with feeling yeah. do team yankee um it was a how was it was it 95 points 95 points, no, 95 95 points. points. that was yeah. it yeah 95 points team yankee free games um standard mission packs all that good stuff and so let's just quickly talk about four so I, I turned up with um soviet t80s eddie went with i realized that because the nature of the tournament was one such that big, if you win the game, you score a point, and whoever wins the most game will win the tournament, irrespective of the the actual scoring of normal points. So three wins are better off than two eight yes. ones and a loss. Yes, that it was a perfect perfect excuse to run the uh, poutine list. Because, oh my God, do the VBL Jeep platoon bleed platoons <laughs> like there's no <laughs> tomorrow. However, you can't quite kill them all. And therefore, you can't. Oh, yes, sir. they would eventually win with their uh, Canadian counterparts. Um, so yeah, v- VBL company maxed out uh, with some Milans as well. Um, no upgrades for to the Eric's. Everything's Appalas because it's disposable. I think that's the right way to go. Yeah, one and done. Love it. Moving rate of fire. That's what you need, bud. Um, and then uh, Canadian mech platoon with it with Leopard 2s uh, and ADATs out the ears, <laughs> which were hilarious going on against helicopters. <laughs> they could kill anything else, that, but actual helicopters, forget it. That no, game over. Helicopters are awesome. Yeah, they are. They're, they're, they're I awesome. mean, yeah. So that was, that was me. Poutine, French Canadians. Mm. And Duncan, you took. Or every Iranian fourteen-year-old uh, uh, that I could possibly muster. So it was a, a passage company, and it was a um, mechanized company, and uh, there was a lot of bases. And the, most of the heavy lifting was being done by eight Cobras. <laughs> to be to be to be honest, they were doing a lot of work. Distracting, distracting all the uh, rapid fire AA weapons from shooting at your tip poor teenagers. Uh, sometimes, and then be- there was one game they didn't, and that hurt quite a lot. Oof. To be fair, that's what the t- I mean. The, 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 the Cobras are there to do the heavy lifting. They do they anti tank yes. kind of thing. It's all- well, they're they're how many points are they? Twenty eight. So out of my ninety five points, twenty eight was spent on helicopters. Because um, I also I struggled a bit with reserves. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> yeah, we um. So I me and Eddie really got uh, went over our games in quite detail on the actual um, out of command episodes. If you're a patron, oh, look at that. Look that up. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll quickly summarise for those who aren't. So I put my first game was versus Luke on the on the wolf, um, opponent from Crawley. Yes, with his Brits. Um, yeah, with his Brits. That was a cracking first game. It really came down to... It's a hard list, isn't it? Yeah, it, we basically ended 
the game, both on each other's objectives. It's going to come down to who cracked first. Uh, my T80s went in for the assault. Um, and I failed a four plus counter attack with a CO reroll. <laughs> Fell back, um, had to fall back off the objective, and that meant that Luke won ne- the next turn. So, but it was a close game. It was a, but that wasn't that wasn't a um, it wasn't a a sour feeling or anything like that because it was a coin toss, slightly better than a coin toss. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it just—it was amusing. I—I I, I travel that way, and I was playing someone I play on a semi-regular basis. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, Murphy's Law in it. Yeah. Um, oh boy. Yeah. So, Eddie, yeah, your you... first game was versus one of the locals, wasn't it? Yes, you had West Germans, little VBL, little the f- not the futures. You didn't have any futures to give. No futures were given. Yeah, zero fuch. Uh, zero fuch. Um and it was counterattack bypass or something. I was in a corner. Punching through. Oh God! With all your recce. Yeah, it was insane. It was just mad. It was. It was just game over. Um, especially when he had one chance to be aggressive and didn't, and then it was just sniping things off. But it was a good team Yankee refresher because you forget that every infantry platoon can calling can spot for artillery. Yeah. Can they? Yes. Yeah. Are you yeah. sure? Yeah. Yes. Mine allowed to. They don't yes. have radios. Yep. They can shout. They can they can get the etch a sketch out and draw a detailed <laughs> diagram. My first radio. Yeah. yeah, it takes a while to get there because he can't run. If he runs, he shakes it, and disappears. Um, <laughs> is that is that is that like a universal rule? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some very subtle differences between that and, oh. and you know who knew? One of them. See, I've learned something. Yeah. It didn't it didn't happen? You know, I just had observers coming out yeah, of the wild blue anyway, exactly. so it didn't really make any difference. But. Um, yeah, but basically, I was able to dump my entire. Uh, mechanized company onto the objectives on like turn two. Jesus Christ! Well, go. Was in, in between two piles of buildings, I was like, "Well, we're just going to sit here then, and you can try and kill bits and pieces over there." Uh, but the enigma was when these these leopard ones turned up, and he had some side shots into my leopard twos, uh, and it was halfway down the board. He just drove up, was like, "Shoot here!" And uh, I managed to mistake and target the side shot onto the front armor. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you can't do anything. This is this is a bit this is this is bad. I'm sorry. This is not to be a fun time. <laughs> no, it was not. Um so that was a pretty good win. Um yeah, worst ways to start off the tournament, for sure. Right, yeah. The, apart from his Gepards, to give credit, the Gepards did just eat everything I sent after them. Um <laughs> Gepards do it though. Gepards are, like, are horrible. I think yeah. I think I was buoyed into false sense of security against your shulkers. They're not the same. They're not the same. They're they really the same. aren't the same. And 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 also I had some unlucky skill rolls to because I needed um I failed some blitzes. Because I was hoping to blitz right. to get line of sight. So I was like, I'll oh, fail blitz, drive round, so now I'm hitting you on sixes, and I was like, Oh, that's not good. I probably shouldn't have committed. Uh, oh, I've missed. Oh, and now you're. A t- and then, and then they were lucky when I did hit. I found the bloody firepowers. Of course. So it was like, oh, your Gephard has remounted and is now just decimating that platoon. And then that Gephards are the best. Uh, uh, they are very cool. I'm very. I'm excited to get my um. West they're expensive, but expensive for a reason. Yeah, yes, bloody awesome. Yeah, yeah. Very much. Unlike some Guskers, are expensive for no reason because the main feature is gimped by the FAQ. Yes. <laughs> other yes. than that. Oh, well, the inability to fire. Fire both, because they're separate weapon lines. They should be separate weapon lines. Don't rage. Rage. Um, Yes. But that's the first thing I try and do with my Dutch, is try and get two platoons of Gepards in. 
Yeah. Because they are they are just very useful. Thirty five minute go brook. Yeah. You got the funny radar though. The, the, what's funny about our radar? Do you leave our radar at this? It's yeah, weird. it's a better shape. It's a nice shape. It's a Dutch shape. And you're a pr- a prettle. Purtle. Squirtle. 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 Dirty, dirty squirtle. Dirty. Filthy. Filthy Pokemon. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, game one. Nice win. Very good. Fun game. Um, I, I must admit, when I first turned up and there was not a lot of short or linear terrain and it was just a lot of buildings, I was kind of like, oh, this is going to suck. Did you do a comedy air gulp at that point? I did, Goop. and then walked around bemoaning the fact there was no short terrain or cornfields or anything. Because it was just literally buildings, 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 or, tr- or tree, like actual forests. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of like, this is zero tactical movement. This is just going to destroy anything wheeled. Well, thankfully, I had your back and set up a table just for you, didn't I? I and mm-hmm. I purposely did not touch that table at all. I, 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 I did it for you. So yep. bit me in the ass later, so we'll get on to it. <laughs> no good deed goes unpunished, Lee. Exactly. <laughs> Duncan, what was your first game? Uh, mine was against uh, a, a the local player who was playing uh, British again. Um, Challengers. Uh, and he had, I think it was essentially the starter box. The British was he not box? from? Um, did he not come from Cardiff? I thought you. I thought he was. Uh, yes, but he was local. He went to university in Cardiff. Ah, uh, uh, so he come. Okay. He come back to, uh, I think, to see the folks, and also took, went. Ah, oh, Team Yankee tournament. I'll have some of that. Thank you very much. Nice. So yeah, double bubble. Um, but he'd only painted it. I think in something like three weeks or two weeks. It was. It was very very short turnaround in terms of. Yeah. I'm getting into this. I'm doing it. Let's go. So that was that in itself is applauded, you know, and I to mean, be commended. Choosing the British start box to your first one too. It's a hell of a thing because that's what? probably the worst, the worst <laughs> start set they've, they ever I done. I did think yeah. that when uh, when he was oh. setting up, I was like, oh dear. That's another two. That's another two strong tank unit. Oh. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> oh, the challenger, two strong challenger, it, the, and it did bite him in the bum with a two strong um, chieftain. No challenger unit. It was a challenger unit at one point. Um, which I'll come on to in a sec, but it was it was it was interesting because he had the warriors and I've not played them very much because Luke Luke sticks to much more 1985 stuff. Yeah, you played mine once. We, we, we yeah. did that this game. Yeah, exactly. And they're 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 quite they're quite handy dandy little things actually with them. They are, but it's a bit pricey for what they do. But we don't see them much. I don't think. Yeah, but they've got the they've got the armor on the side as well, haven't they? Haven't they got the fancy armor? You can upgrade. Yeah, so mine upgrade because mine's doing like a Gulf War one. So I've got the Aplique armor on. Yeah. Yeah, and that means that basically impervious to my RPGs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I've got a lot of RPGs. Don't know if you know this. Um, so yeah, makes make some armor thirteen against um, heat rounds. Bit bit of a problem that was. Um, but no, it, it was fine. I my recce jeeps. I can't remember what we were playing now. I can't remember the mission. But I had my recce jeeps on the left. I think we um, played the same mission. Me and Luke were. We were playing scouts out. Oh, that's right. It was scouts out. Yes. I, me- I remember laughing at the fact we were both playing the same mission. Yeah, and that that was an interesting <laughs> mission. I don't think I played that before. And um. Yeah, uh, I didn't have any recce, because that's how the Iranians roll. All those points, all those men, no reconnaissance. Um, and um, the jeeps went pounding forward to jam up his challenges. I don't, you know, just kind of sit there. If you move, I'm going to nick this um, objective. And then it just turned into a massive swirling melee between um, everything he had on on his left versus like 
just wave after wave of uh, Iranian troops, and they were just swarming stuff. And that was when I found that I couldn't kill the warriors, so I had to find somebody else to kill the warriors. But um, th- we did the usual thing. You only had blow, not blowpipes. Is it blowpipes? Uh, rapiers? No, no, no rapiers. It was just the little C- CRT things with the... Yeah, blowpipes. Yeah, blowpipes. blowpipes. And, yeah. So that was his only anti-air was a platoon of those. Because um, he couldn't find okay rapiers. If- yeah. It, they're okay as a supplement. Uh, however, the yeah. first turn, eight helicopters came and sat on them and went, we've got chain guns. <laughs> yeah. And just went, right, they're dead. And then we went, hurrah, let's start killing things with tow missiles. And it was then just, yeah, tow missile alley almost, just throwing stuff all over the place. Um, I My jeeps blitzed onto a hill, which is <laughs> impressive, fired a tow missile at a Challenger, bailed it out, and then the platoon of two ran away. Oh, which yeah. <laughs> that's what I was afraid of. Yeah, yeah, which um, shouldn't have happened on any by any stretch of the imagination at any Very point. Very confident, Very confident indeed. Yeah, but they've they've got a remount as well. So essentially, it's confident with a reroll because hmm. you, you know you got to fail one to not have the remount, and also to roll a one and I had to pass a firepower check to actually bail the thing in the first place. Be fair, I think they are remount three plus rather than four. Yeah. Plus, so yeah. so it, it shouldn't have happened, but it did. Um, and that was kind of the tail of the tape. Just it, it was tending to a slow grind, and I, I was quite. We both got down to, and I was quite impressed actually with the speed of play because I think we got to like turn six, seven, and we're still fighting over the the objective. And I could not shake them for love nor money. Could not shake yeah. them. Off. So I think I drew that first game because it was a three-three high-scoring, like not loss, you know, whatever you want to call it. It was just 3-3. Three, three. Um, not because no one was going for it. Quite the opposite. It just couldn't force enough stuff away from the objectives to actually take them. Yeah, real bleed game, yeah. Yeah. Um, but there was a couple of occasions. I think there was what I had one turn where I, if everything went completely perfectly, I would have won because I had stuff on the objective and if I could kill everything off it, that would have been fine. But, um, yeah, them's the breaks, right? Hmm. So that was that was turn one, game one. Hello, hello. Yeah, yeah, hello? yeah you're here. No, I don't. So game two, um, there was a bit of a switch around, wasn't there? And uh, I didn't realise that the at this point there wasn't a completely full deck of cards, as it were. So there was a, an odd number of players. Yes, and that that turned yeah this this became apparent in turn two i think or game mm-hmm. two yeah because uh yeah luke had to sit out that round didn't he yeah yeah he did yeah yeah um so, yeah it also became apparent that their um scoring system had broken because somehow i ended up playing eddie <laughs> even though he, I, I lost my game but i lost my game badly and he won his game quite convincingly yes so i wasn't quite sure how that managed to line up <laughs> uh, yeah teething errors shall we say yeah uh, ironically, and, uh, on the board that you'd set up. Yes, which, um, again, was did not go well. Um, unlike our previous two train games, which were quite close affairs, this one was not. <laughs> yeah, it was Valley of Death with me in defence. Yeah, so I went hyper-aggressive to just try and hit him as hard as I can on one side, with just the BMPs on the other side to stop the reserves coming across. And it wouldn't but the work. Opening salvo, the opening salvo, the ADATs successfully blitzing to a tree line Wiping out one to two of T80s, yeah, and and the um, Appalaches 
successfully blitzing, then hitting, taking up the BMP threes. It was just like, well, I'd learnt my lesson from the, how terrifying those BMP threes are, and I was like, well, you've got, you've got, you know, I've got the numerical advantage. And there is a part part of teammate game playing so well. We kind of go, if I am coy and whatever, and only engage one platoon, then he's only got one platoon to shoot, and he'll kill it in return. If everything goes forward then he can't possibly kill everything because he hasn't got enough platoons to do it. So even even the infantry ran forward out of, through the woods with Carl Gustavs because it's Carl a case Gustafsons. of... Yeah, it was like, well, I, I've got yeah, a couple of shots there. I might as well do it because otherwise, what are they doing otherwise? Just staying alive? Well, they're going to, you know... We went for a penny and for a pound at that point. Yeah, for a penny I, for I, a I was pretty much on the objective. He had to say, if he, yes. if he just sat there, and, him sitting and standing would have done nothing, basically, for yeah. the um, kit. So I, you went super aggro, which forced me to go super aggro, um, and I got quite lucky with the the blitz rolls. Don't listen to my fault. Well, I'm just saying <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's victim shaming. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah. that's all I'm saying. Had you been a bit more cautious, I mean, yeah, it would have been a case of okay, I mean, move. I can, but then you would have been back if I'd been anyway. cautious, you would have been on the objective. Yeah, exactly. 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 I had, yeah. I had to go aggressive. Yeah. 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 Um, and then, because that was on one flank, and on the other flank, you, you, your first opponent was a tree line. Oh yeah, the BMP, the BMP is just failing to get past his tree line. God. What's the cross three? Three plus. Yep. And then you, see, um, you can see what Eddie was saying about my dice being my greatest enemy. Yes. It feel yeah, like it was just, it was shocking in that respect. Oh, yeah. Um, and then my, uh, yeah, my my because that was the side. It's basically the Canadians on one side and then there were the French on the other, pretty much, apart from a couple of platoons. Was it segregation? It was, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was more because it's Valley of Death, so you kind of have to do that. Yeah, and have, and, and the formation of the board meant that I needed to do that only because of the, the where the terrain was. Um, yeah. It was towards the edges rather than the actual, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, if I put it all on one side, I would just run out of room. <laughs> Basically, I done, done, done my classic um, motorway board basically. So the, the sort of two lane motorway was running down the centre of the table. It was hilarious when your reserves came on and were already half up the board in their first movement. Jet power tanks. But what Reed did was just get me in range of the Milan, the Milan twos quicker, which <laughs> yes. then killed me. Uh, a... Yes, you were very unlucky against Milan twos. Well, it's just like I keep forgetting the stupid thing that we have in modern phase where the short terrain is ignored by being on tall terrain because it's why, a doozy. I have no idea. It, it it's, makes... it's a mitigating factor, isn't it? Is it? Is it in flames? It's in flames as well. Isn't it, it is in flames, flames as well. Yeah, and, and also for aircraft as well. Don't forget. So aircraft teams on a hill teams. The, the the big debate is whether or not teams on the second story of a building can do it as well. No, but they're well, in tall they? terrain. I mean, what's the difference between being on a hill and being in the top story of a building? So mm-hmm. most players will because say, I, if, "I I play it as you know. If you're gonna do it, on, if you're gonna do it on a building, um, on a hill, you do it on a building. I play it the yeah. same really." Yeah, but like if you're on the South Downs, that's a bit different to being on the second story of a small workshop in, you know. Lewis in Lansing. <laughs> yeah, no, I get. Yeah, it, it it's one of those gaps of the WYSIWYG yeah. rule set type thing. Because then, and we had this before in a, a different game with like 
movement in buildings do you count the vertical movement oh god yes. oh that was, Sorry, that was that yeah that's mine versus martin in there yeah it was, yeah. It was, it was a very it's, interesting question because none of us have really thought of it it's a woody it's a woody gray hole mm-hmm. yeah but that's yeah, the kind like of thing about that didn't we <laughs> it's like really we're all sort of scratching our heads saying how does this work yeah <laughs> if you've got more than one floor you mean yes because it yeah. was the archway. I, I, was just, I was assaulting a building. He oh, oh yes, the like clock towery one, wasn't yes. it? Yes. The clock towery archway one, where yes, there's yes, only yes. A, a first floor or second story, if you're American. There is, a, there is only a second. <laughs> we have that debate all the time. Oh. In household. Um, yeah, there's only an upper level, because there is a doorway in the, a, si- in the side of the archway to get there. It's a floating, a flying freehold, I think you'll find. It, is what kind it is. of. Yeah, exactly that. So do you have to have the movement to get to that first floor to assault it if there's an infantry stand there? You can, you, doesn't it cost you, hold on, doesn't it cost you, how do you but, move between floors, isn't it? Um, well, that's well, the thing, never, it's there's never covered. really a discussion about floors in the book. No, vertical movement within a building is not covered. None. You know, none. So, you, so in theory, you could go from the bottom of a block of flats to the top of the block of flats in a turn. You enter the building and go up. You could be assaulting the Burke Leaf and get to the top floor in normal yeah. yes. If you count it as two-dimensional, so that, that for artillery purposes... Did you just say if you count a building as two-dimensional? Well, yes. If you're only countering lateral movement and not vertical movement. Who is the preeminent uh, physicist now that Stephen Hawkins is dead and also... Um, also well, the, same like, thing goes, the same thing goes for if you had a 45-degree sloped hill. If you start talking to me about quarks, I swear to God, no, I'll keep no, you right in the cobblers. So, so if you had a 45-degree sloped hill, right? Yes. Would you measure the six inches... Would a, I wear, a, are you telling me I'm, would I measure the hypotenuse or not? Yes. Yes, of course I would, because that, that's a ground... Like how, you, how could you not? Because the only time... An artillery template wouldn't. Because it, it's looking down on the flat. No, effectively, an artillery template is 2D. Right. So we so you do treat the two things differently sometimes in flight. Yeah, the there's, no, there's no standard way of viewing this. So you, you view it in 2D or you view it in 3D or or, or what. And, that, and there's a bit of ambiguity there. And I, I, you know, to be I don't honest, like anymore. it doesn't come up en- decided. It, it doesn't come up enough for it to warrant you know. Does it come up lengthy... more than three points for shrimp wagons? Yeah. Okay. Not on this podcast. <laughs> no, I, was gonna say. <laughs> I think we slightly overrepresent the issue. But somewhat. <laughs> That's because that's because Duncan and I own three hundred percent of the world uh, supply. I was say, I own all of the all of the remaining shrimp wagons. Also, if anyone's looking for shrimp wagon, shrimp wagon, yes. <laughs> yeah. wagon futures. One, one the next edition when Phil Phil Phil, Phil decides he's going to go the other way on shrimp wagon. Exactly, yeah. I've got you covered. You guys Phil. are quits in. Yes. Yeah. So. Yep. Got you covered, Phil. Yeah. Flood market. Yeah. Um, With cheap Chinese knockoffs. <laughs> It isn't well <laughs> it is an interesting interesting gap in the rules as written for because a, a lot of it reverts back to true line of sight. If it's true line of sight, then it's actual distance. But then if it's actual distance Have you been talking to Hammy again? No. Well yes, but not about this. Mm. I, I'd like to see Hammy's opinion 
He's a clever man. He does maths and things. Uh, he does. And Martin. Martin does but, maths and things. He does that for a job. Well, Martin, okay, well, and, you, and you do maths and things. I don't do maths and things. The, I do the interesting bit is that, is, is that most of the time, it's an interesting case for me because most of the time it doesn't actually make any difference, but then it does make a huge difference. That but in this scenario, it makes a huge difference because if you can't get to the assault, how can you clear the building? Exactly. That was the problem we were facing, yes. Yeah. Huh. You know, it, does it take you two turns to move between them, in which case you'll never move because you'll be sat in the open for a turn because you don't actually have enough movement to get to the first floor from the other building? It's one of the things where it's like... What about building from... to building? What about a hot building on building action? Well, that's the thing. You go from building to building laterally it's only six inches but distance traveled is like two inches down five Which inches across yeah and then three inches up so actually you can't do that in a turn if you measure it actual distance traveled in three dimensions huh so yeah it's it, like i say it's one of those ones where it doesn't matter but then it but then it really can because it does make the difference between making a saw or making a building hop or not that's so. interesting yeah. Anyway, so that game, get back to the tournament, uh, Sorry, resulted yeah, in yeah. me basically losing dramatically. So Eddie now is on lots of big points and lots of small points. Two too. wins. Yeah. And I was not doing well because I was on two bloody losses. Oh. Don't worry, Lee. You'll get better in the next game. Yeah, yeah. The next game was dramatic, dramatic improvement. When you look oh. at the scoreline. Oi, uh, vey. <laughs> Oi, vey. Um. I'm going to go on Mexican now to cover up the awkwardness. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, moving on to you. How was your game too? I played a really interesting force, and it was it was um, Forschmeiger, I think. No, Gebergsjäger. Sorry, it was um, the force that um, Eddie faced in the first. Yeah, first it's lovely. Game. Yes, it was, yeah, it was West German Gebergsjäger. That was it. Yeah, it was beautiful. Really yes. nicely painted. Had a thoroughly enjoyable time. Um, there's a lot of firepower in that force. There is. There's a lot of firepower. I have a lot of bodies. <laughs> Those two things are, are in diametric opposition to each other. And, um, <laughs> so it was quite funny because um, the, the one thing we played, I can't remember, again, I can't remember the mission. I really should write these things down, um, but that would involve time, thought, and effort. Um, the uh, mission was one of the long ones. So one of the, uh, you know, play, you're playing six foot down the table. And... Um, my opponent forgot that he, that added extra distance, so he put his uh, shield, uh, Gepard in a fairly central position, ready to take on my my, my chopper swarm. And I didn't move it because I didn't need to because I was in range and he was not. And I went hello, and I fired eight tow missiles into his Gepards and they exploded everywhere. Oh dear God! And that, and that was quite an that well that was one of those things where we both looked at him and because we were measuring it, going why aren't these in range? These should be in range. Why aren't these in range? These should be in range. They got, they got plenty of range. Norm- oh, oh, hold on, hold on. We're playing lengthways, and it did make a big difference. Um, it also made a difference to Bassage as they ran across the table for four turns, um, not shooting anything, and being uh, artilleried, which they thoroughly Ooh. enjoyed. Yes, I think I lost. I think the record in one turn was eleven stands to an artillery Ooh. template. Um, because I couldn't, I couldn't do anything other than cluster. If that makes sense. Otherwise, like, they would never get to the point they needed to get to all at the same. You know, if I didn't. And he had waves. bomb this, didn't he? Not. For he work. did. Yes. And he was very pleased about that. I, I was not. <laughs> what is this? Re- 
Well, this is very situational, and that's the situation. <laughs> I, went, I went to turn, I lost 11 stands um, as they threw themselves in the air and went, oh my God, they've got actually got artillery. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, it came down to I couldn't stick the landing. So I had the objective. I had it almost overrun with Bissage. Like it was literally swimming with Bissage. And there was an observer and there was, um, what else was there? Some leopard ones, like just sort of just about contesting the objective. So again, it felt like I got to the point of victory and just couldn't push it over the top. Um, and again, yeah, we played observers can't rounds. take an objective, but they can contest it, can't they? Exactly. So we just yeah. sat there next door to the objective going, uh, and the Gebergs Jaeger had fallen back and fallen back. And there was like two stands still holding on. It was a real desperate, I mean, it, was, it got to the stage where the mortars in the unit were actually firing their 50 cows over open sites. Because there was no point firing mortars anymore, <laughs> <laughs> which is always enjoyable. I love stuff like that when it happens. You just think this proper Zulu, you know, ah, they're everywhere. Um, but yeah, again, it was a draw. It was a draw, um, which was not, you know, it's not the end of the world. Again, it felt like we we'd given ourselves both a chance to win. Um, it's just that you can't you can't break my force. It's almost impossible in the same. Yeah, even with you know taking. Horrific casualties. I didn't lose a company because you just there's there's too much in it to um, to sort of smother and uh, yeah. So that that was that was that was a thing. Um, uh, I mean, yeah, it was a bit cat mousey. I mean, yeah, there, there wasn't too much else for that. I mean, leopard ones. The other thing, they're not really. They shouldn't be anywhere near anything. Um, in my force because that's kind of like the, the only thing I can really kill is those very early um, first generation tanks almost so again they were coming on and just sort of most of the time dying it's only if you could get them out of line of sight and hide them around, around some buildings um, that they could really do anything but yeah the, the force itself was beautiful I did, I did enjoy that so yeah another draw another high scoring draw I think it was 3-2 this time I think I know it must have been three all. It must have been three all. Apologies. Jeez. Yeah. Everything exploded. Everything died. Like it was just horrific. But it's it's the Iranian way of war, my friend. Well, that's true. <laughs> that is very true. Yes. Yeah. Lee, Lee, how was your game three? Uh, I had a nice relaxing game three. I sat on the sofa and read some books while I uh, oh, had to buy. I'm sorry, buddy. So my one my one win the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> claim it, claim it, own it. T80s are awesome. T80s are not awesome. T80s, I think there's definitely crap. the thing in Team Yankee now where if you're, you, I know he was, um, Duncan was just saying, you know, the, the, the Gen 2 tanks are only ones he can, you know, are last tanks he can kill, but I honestly think the Gen 2 tanks are where the game sits right now. There's no point sad, taking a high end tank because it just dies too quickly to aid at some lands twos and stuff like that. Yep. You're better having lots of tanks. Everything can kill, but there's lots of them. Yeah. You can't uh, kill them all. T62 horde. That's what I'm doing next. But that's, isn't that sad as well? Like it's the, the T34. It's very sad. T- yeah. It's the uh, Fate of a Nation T34 versus M60s, isn't it? It is. Mm-hmm. The problem, it's, 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 it's it all comes problem. down to the fundamental issue that the game isn't doing special armor properly, which I've said before. It should have been like... Um, An extra save? A, an extra save because it basically oh I've got to, I, I I get like armor sixteen versus sides well I'm armor t- I'm anti tank twenty four I don't care yeah, if you, you, you 
Yeah, yeah. Your, your 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 extra save is your extra thing that is jack shit anyway. It's, uh, it should just be a five up save, like or four plus save. Yeah, yeah. yeah five, six well, I mean, plus. Like, your normal armor save, and then if you fail it, a five up. Yeah, skirt should be six plus. Um, BD yeah. armor should be five plus, and era and cobbler should be four plus. Oh, we should put that into a rule set. And see how that works. Yeah, I think I think it is it is it is one of those things again. Looking at it, going, it's the flank thing again. The boards aren't big enough. So again, if you could keep your flanks to the, your your fronts to the front, I don't know if that makes any sense. No, but, I, you know. no you're exactly right. It's just too easy to turn a flank. Yeah, um, yeah. Especially when you're playing nine. No, I mean we we know we've said this before. Playing ninety even ninety five points is still pushing on a six by four table. Oh yeah, yeah. The point was huge. Oh, yeah, just look at the size of the forces. Just look at some of those. Um, again, not being not picking on anyone or anything because yeah. I had tons of stuff and. Yeah, you know, you're, you're definitely you're definitely an extreme example of that scenario. Yes, but but but, it's, but my stuff wasn't armored either. Mine stuff just was falling over to machine gun fire. Yeah, but it's the cheap tanks because they're armored. You you have to hit them with only certain things can kill them, and and those certain things do exist. And there's more of them, but they're still yeah. And T80s yeah. are especially problematic because they just don't put out enough shots. Cause, cause yeah, right T80s never put out. Gun. That's what I've always thought. They're too expensive. <laughs> they're overpriced for what they do. Yeah, I think I'm curious how I would have done if I turned up with this T64 BVs. I mean, admittedly, I had some saver versus Milan 2s, whereas they wouldn't have any save. But um, yeah, but do you care? Like some save, I think, is a false economy sometimes because the five or six is, yeah. isn't really a save. Not for the points you're actually spending to get that save on the yeah. table. You're better off actually just having something. Correct. Spending less points and having three holes and going exactly, mm-hmm. or, or or as I like to put it, um, you 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 just need um, the the save is actually the the, the missile's three plus firepower, because yes. yeah. no missile has got a two plus firepower. Which I've Aiden. learned that Eddie can't fail. Apparently, three plus firepower is his jam. Canadian, ah. eh? <laughs> it's, it's a boot. What's it's it? A, all it's a boot, a boot it's rate three. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, so yeah, my tour- my tournament ended on a bit of an anti anti climax, but uh, so how do your last games go, guys? Uh, I'll, I'll do mine because Eddie's is climactical. Um, <laughs> so I lost to oh, I can't remember the guy's name. He comes to the he comes to warfare and stuff as well. He's got a, oh uh, Shepherd. It's not Warren. Long I've hair, yeah, long hair and beard, and I've completely forgotten it. Be a, a US force, pure US force, which was a nice mix. He'd obviously thought long and hard about what everything did. Charles Shepard? That's it. Yes. There you go. Charles. Not worrying at all. Apologies, oh. Charles. Um, but yeah, he's obviously thought long and hard about what everything did. So again, he had like, um, uh, he had VADs, he had plenty of AA, he had artillery, um, he had the up armored um, Bradleys. So the Apaches didn't he even bring Yeah, the Apaches. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and the um, militia. They were exactly, nice and the militia. And yes, he's militia making a very strong be... case that every American player should have militia in the field. Every American, from what I saw, every American should, which is weird, but in game terms, absolutely they should. Um, I managed to get ambushed inside a building or from a building that I started in. <laughs> didn't clear it properly, obviously. 
what, what do you expect? They're only eleven. I mean, come on. I mean, <laughs> they can't see. Eh? They can't see. They can't sit on the tall, like tall, tall wardrobes and stuff exactly. like that. Exactly. Either they that got or... stuck by a particularly difficult child lock on the door. Or something. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those little gates. <laughs> child gates. Top child of the gate. stairs. They were they were trying to pull it to them and they weren't pressing on the button on the top. Um, I mean, in my practice, ch- children do a lot better those things than adults do. But yes, it's, uh... yes, exactly. <laughs> Especially half cut adults. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the, it was it was really fascinating game. It was really backwards and forwards. But again, like when I was trying to push forward with with my um, massage, uh, this one had reserves on as well, um, and it just. <sighs> I couldn't amount enough weight to really trouble him. And he was, things like the, the Bradleys, because of their improved side armor, were essentially only worried about toes. Um, I lost a toe unit, uh, sorry, a helicopter unit trying to take out um, his missile armed um, uh, AA. So, um, because that fired at me and the VADs fired at me. So he, did, he got overlapping fields, and that's the first time anyone had done that to me. So I actually Oof. completely gutted a, a unit. I mean, to be honest, it was worth it because if I could have got that rid of that unit of AA, that would have made my life a hell of a lot easier. Even if it had cost me the entire unit, um, it would have still been worth it. But I just couldn't couldn't really force anything against him. The VADs um, managed to catch a unit of Basage in the open, Ooh. crossing a road. <laughs> they not look both ways. They didn't look both ways. Um, they I managed to get half. I think it was no, it's two stands two stands into the building and then I failed my uh, follow me roll and they just sat in the open and then some bads toot around the corner and the two stands in the building were all that were left. So that was unpleasant. Um, but again, it just, it, I felt forced back, forced back, forced back and I couldn't, there was no way I could win the game at that point because I couldn't get to my, um, the objective I was trying to take in his table quarter. Um, and I still had units off the table with um, you know, eight. I think I had eight re- units in reserve, something ridiculous like that. It's not a reserve-friendly army at all. Um, in fact, I think it was an entire formation. And what I should have done is had the other formation on the table, not the massage. Should have had the mech uh, on the table because the Apaches just—they just—they didn't even need to do anything with the Hellfires. They just chain gunned, like, and and they were pretty impervious to anything. I didn't have anything that could really. Whereas them. if you'd had your mech on the BMPs, they'd be firing missiles back, and there are... well, they got two, they got three. Um, what do you call it? The man pads. In oh, man pads, yes. Oh yeah. man, yeah. So I think that was me going, being tired last game. I'm not going to make excuses, but the you yeah. know you, you, you kind of go on autopilot, don't you? And I was like, I always start with the massage on. I know that my reserve is this and this helicopter unit. Because, again, that's another problem with the Iranians is you have to have a helicopter unit in reserve if you have reserves because it's the only unit that's worth any points. <laughs> so you have to put one of them out there. And, yeah, I, I lost. I, I I think I think it might have been a... It wasn't a break. It must have been a... I lost the objective. I must have lost the objective. Um, and, again, that's just... I couldn't, I couldn't... It didn't seem to get any momentum in that game at all. Um, so what you're saying is you didn't actually draw all three games. Well, I kind of did. <laughs> in my head, I drew three games. In, in reality, I lost the final one quite badly, but I didn't want to talk about that at the time. <laughs> but no, it was it was it was a really good game. It was one of those ones where you like he's obviously played that army quite a lot, and he's obviously yeah. played it and fine tuned it, and you know, 
he thought about what he was doing with each piece as well. And he, it, it, it was also the first game where I played where no one was, you know, other players had kind of gone, oh, that's a lot of infantry. What do I do against that then? Because, you know, they're used to sorting out tanks and, and things like that. You know, you've got Challenger 1s firing machine guns and stuff like that. It's not really optimal. But he was quite happy with the, you know, the like I said, the Apache just roaming around chain gunning and stuff or hell firing missile um, transports. Do you use his rocket pods any time? No, nope. nope. yeah, didn't okay. use the rocket pods. Didn't oh. need to. Didn't even worry about it. That's that's the um, the level we were at. You know, the the M M one hundred nines were doing their thing. It was um, yeah, it was a well, it was a coordinated arms force that really did emphasise the uh, coordination of those arms. It was also the um, what got me as well is it, it was the scenario where you've got um, you're in adjacent table quarters. And because I've got no recce and he had, he actually spearheaded on both sides. I can't, I, I honestly couldn't tell you. I'm not great on scenarios. Uh, um, yeah, that didn't help things at all. But it was a thoroughly enjoyable game. It was one of those ones where you're just looking at it going, I'm not sure what I'm doing here. Because <laughs> like, everything I tried, it was like, nope, that didn't work. Right, think again. Right, try that. Nope, that didn't work. Right, what are we doing here then? Mm, not sure now. But no, thoroughly, thoroughly good game. Um, yeah, deserving victory as well because um, it's very hard to beat that Iranian army. It doesn't yeah. doesn't seem to want to win because I can't make a win stick, but it doesn't want to necessarily lose. So it, it does need to be revisited. It's not quite the um, the spoiler I thought it was going to be. No. Speaking of spoilers, Eddie, uh, tell us how you lost the final game. It was uh, up against French. Yeah, proper French. Leclerc's and transports and all sort of nonsense. Um, and it was the one where you have corner to corner with one objective each. Um, dust up, dust up. Yep. It's the same and, as mine, uh, I think. Really. Yeah, with your reserves coming on your long edge. Um, and I was super aggressive because there was no way I was going to stay in a prolonged firefight. Yeah, well, I had to be. Had to be, obviously, um, which didn't help because uh, AMX 30s came in and pinned my infantry platoon, uh, and they didn't unpin for four turns, which was hideous. And the dice just went really cold. And it was like, I think at one point he had he had one platoon of two VBLs, uh, and at one point I had seven Appalach shots and managed to bail one. It was ridiculous. Everything kind of disintegrated. Feel like a dice, your dice were swinging back to statistics again. They were. It? They were going. They were trying back up for a bit. Um, and I had half tracks trying to get side shots. He, all of his armored cars, his not armored cars, but the transport, the French transports, went off on a murdering spree and were killing platoon after platoon of VPLs. Um, and then his uh, Leclerc's turned up, uh, and it kind of like. He, he wasn't aggressive with him. He was worried about the ADATs that were sat on my back line. Um, so these gunslinger gazelles went and started shooting the ADATs. And over I the course of three one. turns, um, the gunslinger gazelles just killed all of the ADATs for nothing in return. Despite the fact that I had like, oh, it's like, oh, four ADATs shooting at you. Oh, no. Sorry, yeah, three, like- three ADATs because he bailed one to start with. And I was like, all right, three ADAT shooting at you. Well, that's that's not worked, has it? Because I've missed and, or you've saved. And then the, the mortar um, carriers were like 50 caling. 
people desperately. Ajax are one of the better armoured, uh, you know, for take, to take the shots from it. It still didn't, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. So over the course of three turns, you'd just basically bail and kill and bail and kill all of the Adats for the loss of, ooh, no helicopters. Yeah, that's mental. It was mental. It was like, this is just not working. What the hell? But luckily at that point, um, the infantry had pinned and moved around and I kind of bled. We were both bleeding. Well, I was bleeding platoons left, right and centre, but I was slowly obliterating the things that could hurt me. Um, and then the Leopard 2s turned up and just went, ha-ha. The Leopard 2s? Well, oh, um, your Leopard 2s, sorry. My Leopard 2s turned sorry. up. And his Leclerc's had sort of been scared so much that they'd hidden at the back and not really pushed forward. Um, yeah, that was a bit weird. <laughs> yeah, and that was just never correct an enemy when they're making a mistake, right? Never, never interrupt an enemy when they're making a mistake. Um, so he just kind of was hiding at the back, not really doing much. So my Leopard 2s just went Leroy Jenkins. Um, with infantry and in the case of like two assaults just pushed the platoon of uh, French infantry so hard so hard are they harder than British infantry oh mate really it had Appalaches the infantry themselves had really good anti-tank grenades which meant that anything short of a main battle tank was just not going to live and then he also had Milan's in the squads as well Oh, sorry, Milan 2s. So it's just like, I can reach out and kill anything on the board. And then you shoot me back and I'll just mistaken target onto dug-in infantry, which just laugh. Yeah, Milan as well. Mm. Yeah, it's, it was it was harsh. There was just so many missiles everywhere. But um, no, I mean, after some hairy, dicey assaults and lining things up, everything just crumbled. Um, and then again... The mistake, uh, mistake he made was to push back. I pushed him off the objective, and rather than leave the infantry stands there and dig them in and and you know stay underground, the platoon just ran back onto the objective. At which point, everything laughed in fifty cal um, yep. or, or, or three hundred three, um, and then just shot. There were so many hits. It was like, okay, that, that's platoon finished shooting. That's uh, three saves on him, three saves on him, three saves on him, and they're all dead. Oh dear! Um, and just it shot off the objective. Yeah, no, it was it was a case of what you know, one of those things where you just like that was just not the right call at that point. Was it um, a damned if you do, damned if you don't, or was it very not much really? Like yeah. I got lucky in the assault, but there was still enough there that would have called a headache. And the the right call was staying underground, digging in, and right. then bringing other units over. Like the second, I could understand him doing that. The second infantry platoon, you know, running forward and then following me. Um, but Not to get in range, yeah, just to be around, yeah, just to be around, um, and then to lend defensive fire and the support because that, that's the bit. It's, it's, it's the difference between kind of going, okay, these guys are going to stay there because they're close enough, and I'll, I'll move things up to support them so you can't assault. You know, all of a sudden you're taking, you know, even the AMX 30s just driving up and being like, well, what are you going to do? Waste time shooting my AMX 30s. Yeah. Actually, you know, but they're still within eight. They've still got line of sight. If you charge forward, you're going to get sh- side shots. Um, and that's the bit that really Sucks missed was bringing, bring, you had enough units there, but not in the right place, um, which made me to push off. Uh, and I got the third win. He more common wise that he had all the right I notes did. being in the wrong order. He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, which was getting the win was delicious. And, um, and what did that mean you came on the tournament, Eddie? That mean that I was the only player who got three wings over the day, course of the day. So I won the tournament. 
shocking behaviour. With my poo time. Which he then threatened to retire. I mean, yeah, it's it's, yes. it only works because they were they're like six three wins each time because everything just explodes apart from Lee's. But you know, even Lee killed decimated some platoons, didn't he? I, I only had to a platoon off you. I think I just had maybe I, I, took, killed, one, I you, took one off. And it was, yeah, you, you got the one. Yeah, you can't for was, anything. Just just dice. Um, no, but it was a, a good day, good fun day. I resisted buying any more models. Um, did buy some French dice though. Which was quite fun. I found a the Le Coq Coq dice. Yeah, I used them straight away. It was hilarious. <laughs> well, I've got NATO dice, but it just didn't feel right to have that much French. So uh, you haven't got that much French. I've got twenty-seven jeeps. Yeah, but not in tonnage. Well, in oh, not tonnage. No, 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 no. Just in attitude. Exactly. <laughs> Just, just, just in, just, just in, in blitzing, yeah. blitzing, tacticaling, and then appalassing in the side. Yeah. Uh, tires, <clears throat> yeah. Kind of Failing cross checks, that kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. they seen a good, they a good bunch there, which is the main thing. And yeah, I know it's fun games, no contention, no, no awkward bits. And they're talking running another one, aren't they? Yes, we'll get into that into the uh, which we'll look at. The, yeah, in the um. Event events. section in the events. Um, Speaking of events, you went to another event. I did. I will condense this because I'm desperate for a break uh, and a comfort break. Uh, so I went to Carivery, uh up mm-hmm. at Battlefield Hobbies, which was absolutely fantastic. Taking my late war British, so my Brit recce list from the ETC evolved into bulge because I wanted land mattresses, <laughs> mattress houses, yeah. mattress eye. Um, so it was all the recce jeeps with. Uh, the new SAS jeeps, a platoon of those with armor and machine guns, as we discussed earlier, um, and then double land mattress and observer because it was 110 points. I want to say that's a, a lot, lot of points. points. Yeah, it was. It was ridiculous. Um, and then late war because it was um, what to call it? Was it 110? Or was it was 100. I think it was 110. I seen the record doing 110. It was a, I don't know if it was 100. Was it? Okay. Anyway, it was a lot of points. Um, a lot. Uh, uh, and then I added, because uh, it's bulge, my Achilles went up to like 22 points because they're AT15. You pay an extra point per M10. Yep. Uh, and I, so I took two platoons of those, which of course. BNC, uh, yeah, which makes it beautiful. <laughs> um, and then the resistance changed to being Dutch resistance, which are hit on fours. The seven points of platoon, hit on fours, always on the table. Um, confident, but they've got a five up uh, rally and a five up last stand. But the important mm, bit there is they're confident, confident for the assault. Yeah, for counter uh, Oh, and right? they're green. They're green. They are five, green. Five up skill, yeah. So that's not um, anyone, is it? Well, I mean, you're not there to kill things, you're there to just assault in and push things back. And at that point, it doesn't really matter what your skill is. You just want to not get shot yeah, shot during the assault. Sorry? Digging in and things. Yeah, but you don't care about digging in because you you're assaulting. Okay. <laughs> it, it's enough. weird. It's weird. The infantry are there to do what the you know, to push things away. To win the game, they're not there to survive, 
And if you're there, if you are dug in, you're already dug in, you know, at that point. But the hit on value is what really matters. Um in, in terms yeah, of that I'll list. Um, so that was one list, but obviously you've got the sixty point swap between the two, forty point swap for the fact that a rivalry being unique, the missions are set by the table. Attacker defender is determined by your command teams for your formations. So mine was a Daimler, which is an armored guard, which is a, a, an armored tank. One, team. isn't it? Yeah, that was uh, two, it. two, two, because it's, it's a tank. So I am always attacking against anything other than other armored companies, in which case we roll off um, and the the winner is the attacker, the loser is the defender. So there's a potential you could be a defender in a situation with deep armored reserves, which for me is fine because it's, you know, my one platoon is, oh, look, one platoon of M10s because the other platoon is in reserve because that's the 40 points preserve is a platoon of M10s, the two two infantry, which are on the board anyway. Um, and then the one swap I did was to make the 42 points to make it up for the extra reserve. I bumped one platoon of armoured cars to have nothing but Daimlers in, which made them four points, which squared off the numbering to get the reserve drop. So my reserve was just four um, two-pounder Daimler cars and the M10s, which is why which is why I had to paint two more armoured cars because it gave me just the points balance for the reserves draw. Um, and then, I, so I basically went, well, okay, so I use this swap because I don't care about deep reserves. I use this list swap to swap between uh, anti-tank and anti-infantry. So what I just described was my anti-infantry list. I then took a, if the opponent's playing lots of tanks, I'll take the anti-tank list, which basically drops out the right. uh, the land mattress eye. Hmm. Um, I don't need them. Because don't need them because they can't hurt tanks. Because they're, I mean, they're they're anti tank too. They can't hurt tanks. They can't hurt tanks. Yeah, but yeah, they make a nice mess of uh, armored cars. But anyway, um, drop those out. They they disappear and they are replaced with two seventeen pounders on ground mounts, um, some typhoons, and a couple of uh, Piet in the universal carriers. They get a Piet each. If if they if someone goes super tank heavy, um, which was my idea, but then my opponents very craftily some really interesting lists with that forty point swap were going like one list had, you know, a load of Shermans and was nothing exclusive tanks, but then the other swap for forty points and chopping and changing, they managed to make it pretty much an infantry defense force. Oh, the so, Americans! Yeah, it was really harsh. It was like, oh my god, there's. They've gone from being super aggressive to really defensive. And obviously the tanks then stop being the main formation and become the support choice, which there yeah, was nothing. American Rifle Company is pretty cheap at that point, isn't it? Yeah, it was mad. There were some mad, really, really inventive lists. Um, and I was just upset that I didn't think of it because it meant that my list selection was quite difficult. Um, so we got to the, the first mission uh, against Paul Chambers who had a load of uh, mix of SS Germans and armoured cars and King Tigers. And it was, I think, no retreat or hold the line. So playing lengthways, he's got minefields. Um, there's two objectives. He's got some reserves, which are his King Tigers, which are coming off the back edge, uh, but immediate. Um, 
And it's amazing what happens to someone with an infantry force when you deploy a pre-ranged in double salvo <laughs> template because there's I had four land mattresses, land mattressi in two platoons. So it basically gives me two templates without the re-rolls. But if you put both tokens down, ranged in, in the same section, and then you for add insult to injury, you add the mortars on top as well. And go, it's like, you're not going there. Do not, do not deploy in this box. Thank you very much. And they didn't. Because well, they who can't. Would? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was lovely in a cornfield with the near objective. The backfield objective wasn't contested at all. Um, and I had the first turn. So first turn, I drove every... I, I, Put my um did I put the infantry on the trucks? Yes, no I did. I put my infantry on my universal carriers, then dashed them twenty in because each universal carrier is a tank team, so it can carry three infantry stands. Um so I put one platoon on there and dashed them twenty inches forward using the universal carrier's dash move. Um and then dropped the smoke to protect them, so there's literally no way they could be shot. Um, I was so hold always... on. Can your universal carriers carry more than if they're a carrier carrier? Yes. Fuck Because right. they're a tank team. Okay. I mean, to be fair, it's nothing stopping you having guys hang on to the outside of a, universe of a transport carrier anyway. <laughs> oh my God, that's delicious. You have one, one platoon with half tracks, another platoon without, and then you put you put three three tank riders on top of the half track. That already has people inside it. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's still a tank team for and it's still saying you have people <laughs> yeah, hanging outside. Are you serious? I mean, uh, it's I, there. I, I can see no. There's nothing I can think of in the rules that would stop you. There's nothing in the rules, but it is the definition of Common every decency. single egg and everyone else's egg in that one basket? Because <laughs> one shot, <laughs> you could be causing six infantry saves. So hold on, if it's a tank team, sorry, yes. So, so an armored an armored tank team. What's an unarmed, what about an unarmored tank team? Does, the rules don't apply to it. The rules don't apply to it. So you can't have an so you couldn't have. I know you can't have a, a lancia. Yeah. Say because that's an yeah. unarmored tank team with a save. Yes. Cannot carry infantry. On the back as tank riders, but in the rules, an armored tank team can carry up to three stands of infantry who mount it like a transport, drive around on top of it, if. That tank team takes a hit, then all of the infantry in the back are also hit by that singular hit. So that's the downside. So, you know, you drive your tanks forward and then every single machine gun hit is technically multiplied by three for the platoon. It's really dangerous. But there, if you can mitigate it, it, it does give you the advantage, like in this case, of yeah, getting fringe case, it's fringe cases, but yeah, yeah, it gives you a twenty inch ta- a twenty inch dash move with your infantry. Okay, which you know then meant that turn two, the infantry were in the minefield. Actually, they moved through the minefield; they just went straight through it. Um, because I, I realised I didn't need to remove it anyway. I was just like, well, I'll just blitz through this, not blitz, not literal blitz, but run through it. Um, the, so. The, by turn one, I was up against the edge of his minefields, super close to his objectives. Um, and my SAS jeeps also turned up and appeared in the back on the back of my on the back objective as well. Oh, Eddie, 
and the objectives were live from the start. So going into turn, oh, and and, and um, I rearranged in the salvo templates. So they, they did their job by denying the um, objective, the four yeah, objectives. Yeah, yep. And then they they both rearranged in on the first attempt on these eighty eights. Um, Jesus. And the very first salvo template I fired killed two eighty eights, leaving the other two out of command, which was glorious. <laughs> and then the other one pinned, and they didn't unpin. So it's like, well, that's that's their points back straight away. Um, uh, so yeah, at the beginning of turn two, I had I was threatening both objectives. Um, unfortunately, you had King Tigers turn up from reserve, who then were able to drive up and contest the back objective from the SAS jeeps. Uh, he shot an SAS jeep with a King Tiger. Brilliant. Obviously armored, no save. And he failed the firepower. Obviously, it's three up, five power, right? Yep, three up, five power. Oh, so I'm now bailed. Uh, so remount no, next turn. Thank yep. you very much. Yeah, yeah fearless. Yes. Yep. I'll just sit here, and you're just going, well, that's however many points of King Tiger, having forced to sit within four inches of the objective just because this one platoon has just appeared. Um, He sprung his ambush very cleverly, in the cornfield on his forward objective, which was his ambush was a, a German Panzergrenadier platoon okay. with Panzerfaust II. Um, and then I start my turn to... So I was within four of the objective with some dashing follow-me type stuff. I can't remember how I did that now. Oh, that's right. No, no, no. The... The very the very first platoon, the other platoon universal carriers, one that didn't have the infantry on, were able to cross country dash because it was only a sixteen inch standoff, so twenty inches that put them adjacent to the cornfield the objective was in cross country, and they followed me to within four of the objective. Yep, that was it. That was how I did it. So I had a team within four of the objective at the start of my turn two. But it was contested by his infantry. Um, but, <laughs> but he had a tree line at the back of the field with a load of stugs and armored cars and all his half tracks. But they were terrified of the eight M10s that were sat at range, just going, yeah, poke your face out. Go on, I dare you. <laughs> so they, <laughs> so, he, he, yeah. so he, yeah, he kept those, kept those out of contestation range. So the only thing contesting the forward objective was this two platoons, was sorry, this one platoon of ambushing uh, Panzergrens. And then my um, infantry cleared some minefields, moved up, uh, but they didn't really need to bother because the uh, the commander Daimler and the universal carrier platoon, one of which he killed, I think, uh, but the two that left, everything shot the infantry, which finally got six hits and pinned them. And then the, uh, the recce combination of three tanks just went in. And assaulted. Assaulted, survived the two Panzerfaust shots, and he failed his counterattack roll and broke off outside of six. And then that was it. That was it was turn two win. <laughs> oh turn two eight one. And it was all downhill from there, because I didn't win another game the entire weekend. Did you not? <laughs> no. Oh no. Where did you end in the end? Um about sixteenth midfield me- medi- okay. mediocrity. Um so my next game is against Jean-Michel, the French ETC team captain um, yep. with amazing American list. Played it exceedingly well. Had a fantastic game. Um, 
had a fantastic time talking to him. Thank you, Jean, Jean Michel. Just a great guy. Um, played hard, but fair. And <laughs> I think the highlights of there were he, he, I didn't know this, but obviously for Americans, and here's a little sneaky tip for you uber competitive types. If you have your American list, you can take a British platoon of support. Yes. Which yeah, any, any black box platoon, right? Yeah, it's the same as British can take a American. Um, yeah, except except for the Americans, that gives you access to one platoon of universal carriers. And the other fearsome apex predator, which nearly killed my mortars, and because I because of the deployment of the mission, it was cornered. Um, he basically dashed them twenty inches across the board out of his deployment zone turn one. And now I'm like, crap, I've got to divert things to go support right, and sorry, keep my artillery you. park alive. What's your, what have the Universal Carriers doing in American Ricky Art? Yeah. Uh, dashing 20 inches. Can they not do that? Not they cross country. Not, I suppose I mean, Jeeps, aren't they? Jeeps. Yeah, okay. no, yeah, fair, yeah, right? fair play. For Jeeps can't assault because they're unarmored tank teams. And yeah, so you, you're, what, you're, what you're doing is flying across the board and being assault apex predators. And smacking into a, you know, slamming into um, indirect firing artillery like mortar teams and land mattresses and just killing them. Well, I'll return to my previous point. Go, go, Apex Predators. Yeah, they really are. <laughs> it was terrifying. I, I had to divert my uh, four Daimlers to go and try and rescue them. Um, at which point, at which point, um, his platoon of Shermans on the board with the Jumbo had finished their duel of destroying my M10s because of some poor deployment on my... I didn't see the angles, and I forgot how quick US armour can be. Um, yeah. And it so doesn't really he, lose its effectiveness. No, either. it doesn't. So he, And he got some good... He got the fives and sixes he needed and just obliterated my M10s. Um, and he swung round. I mean, got, I, got, I, tried, I took out half the platoon in return, but not enough to get... I took out half platoon and bailed, but he made the remount, which then meant he didn't have to do the last stand. Um, but the hilarious bit was he swapped out over the course of like three or four turns. The things threatening my land mattresses and my um, mortars weren't universal carriers. They got replaced by a jumbo. Oh, God. But by that point, my... It got uh, worse. Yeah, it, got, it did get worse. But at that point, I was like, it's all right. My, um, my, uh, my, my four Daimler armored cars are there. That, they, were, they were defensive fire support, which is when I realized that Daimler armored cars are anti-tank seven. Yep. And jump, Jumbo's a side armor eight. Correct. So the defensive fire wasn't doing anything. But think, if only you'd taken a little joint adapter. <laughs> Which w- w- makes them what, eight? Nine? Nine. Nine. So wait, count on those ones. Um, well, count on ones is better than counting on nothing, in my, in yeah, my no, professional fair, opinion. Yeah. I mean, and it was one of those games, it was really good. Um, the salvos, the land mattresses were doing work, but not enough. Yeah, I was underwhelmed to get about them in our practice game. That's because they weren't pre-ranged in, and you were attacking. Yeah, but even so, so it sounds like my 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 initial gut feeling wasn't too far off. Given that it never seemed to. Well, yeah, that. But that said, in my game one, they did kill an entire platoon of eighty-eight because they wiped out the two in the middle. But could would one have done it just as easily as two? So that's that's the bit. I I think the two is the the two is a trap because it is two too is many points. Trap. Oh, two platoons, sorry, yeah. two platoons, yeah, two platoons, two two units, two platoons. 
I mean, because what you really want to do as well is double them up on the same. The same, you always want to have them on the same target, but you can't quite get the geometry to work when there's two platoons. You split them out. So I don't know whether or not the fact that having two two attempts to range in or two repeat bombards with two chances to hit is good, but whether or not you just want to have the four in one if you're really going to go for it and have the one template and not have to worry, you know, once it's ranged in, it's ranged in and you're rerolling to hits. How many points are they? They're eight points each for two, which count as four guns firing. Yeah. So in total, you're paying 16 points, which is still... You're paying 16 points. Yeah, which is more expensive than a single sextant battery, but also you're covering more ground and... And and you're covering more ground and against the swarms of infantry and whatnot, they are yeah, a lot the, more useful. The, the German 40 points of Berlin defenders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But well, that's the next game, isn't it? Yeah, so so against the Jean Michel, we just ground out to a draw. I was I was pushing the objective, but I wasn't quite quick enough, um, and made some mistakes early on. And then the last game of the day one was against Mark with his German Berlin defenders in the train. <laughs> Ridiculous um, train, yeah. And unfortunately, he was wise enough to leave his uh, three SAS recce jeeps, uh, SAS recce, at the back um, because turn one, my SAS, SAS jeeps did turn up. And were on the objective, behind you know, in a in a building in the ruins rubble, um, threatening that, and I I just couldn't quite get the angle to snipe his hit on three recce, and that's that's the time when I really wanted a fifty cal. I say any, only had anything. a fifty cal. <laughs> I mean, even the fifty cal stretching it, isn't it? But there was it, a couple it, of times where it's like there's one team. I mean, rubble one the the fifty cal versus them isn't too bad. It's getting yeah. into light armor as well, to be fair. If they're pumas, that's, that's a bit more. Uh, yeah, no, it gets armor trick. one. And then it was the case of I just want to hit that one guy because if I kill that one stand, because where he's, it, it, it's a constant pressure of threat. So if you get careless with moving or move away, which he nearly did in one instance. Really? Um, well, he moved, He was trying to kill me and he was kind of just like moving around and he ended up moving them both the other side of the things, leaving only one contesting. Oh, Mark. And it's like... What have you done? You know, uh, it was just the geometry of it. Um, so anyway, it, it was quite interesting. Um, and again, I sallied down one side. What I should have done was just put both templates on one point and hammered the crap out of it. And also, I wasn't aggressive enough. I double-guessed myself because we it was one of the new missions where we both have objectives. We're both right in the middle of each other's faces but you've got a capture objective playing long ways down the table and the opponent's half. Right. Um, Which one's that? It's one of the new what, confrontation or something. Maybe not. Un- un- upsetting. Yeah. It, it, was, it was good. It was a good mission. And, you know, basically it was one of the things end of a long day. If we re-racked again, I would have just gone for it because there was no way he was going anywhere with his infantry. So I could have just been aggressive from the outset rather than, yeah, you know, been aggressive on one flank and then shelled the other one into oblivion with all the artillery. Mm. You know, um, but the other thing is, it just takes time. In a tournament setting, you don't have enough time to resolve all that. Oh, roll for hits, roll for saves, roll for firepower, roll no, for you hits, don't. roll for saves. You know, especially when you've got like twenty teams under the template, it just takes forever. Um, yeah, oh, he's in. Oh no, he's not in. Oh, we already roll for him, kind of thing. The, 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 takes it eats your time as the attacker which you don't have a lot of um 
it was funny there that, that game was quite hilarious because Mark spent most of the time trying to snipe my observers with his King Tigers and actually managed to do it once. Finally, after like six turns of shooting King Tigers at whatever. And that was the one where I was kind of like, I really wish I had Typhoons. Yep. Because that would have really swung. It keeps them honest, right? It would have kept them honest. And his King Tigers were just hiding behind all this infantry, driving around willy nilly, you know, going over here, going over there. And I couldn't break through his line of infantry to get the side shots. Yeah. Um, so, and, you know, like I say, I was quite tired by the end of a you know, long day drive up there and whatnot. Um, so we ended up just timing out with a draw of uh, three points each. Um, turn four was against a lovely Italian guy uh, who had Soviet pioneer sappers. Nice. And this one was uh, was confrontation, which was um, there's two objectives in the middle that you each deploy only eight inches away from. Oh my god! It's mad. It's like yeah, so six inches you. between you. Objectives on the center line. One person goes first, but has meeting engagement, and the objectives go live at the end of turn three. Jesus. Okay. So there's going to be yes, yeah, it's, it's it's absolutely mental because there's going to be it's a four turn game almost guaranteed. Um, and I staffed up the assault. Unfortunately, I I did not I I didn't think it through enough, and I left a couple of teams out of range. Got some really bad shooting, um, and cross checks on my M10s as well. It's just like oh god, uh, which meant that my attack to take one failed, which then meant the next turn he was able to push off the light recce and whatever I had left on the other one with his assaults with smoke pots and all that nonsense. Um, I decimated so many stands of infantry with the land mattresses, though. However, past his last stand, so I didn't get the platoon kill, even though I'd killed like nine stands of eleven. It, it's one of those things where you're like, how is how is killing nine stands not worth a point, but shooting one recce unit and having one recce model and having the other one run away is worth a point like it's just it, it's what that's the, <laughs> how is that equivalent yeah that seems a bit yeah wonky. so um so yeah ended up losing that one and it was a great game against great guys just getting back into flames of war version four so it, it skipped version three entirely played version two and was coming back in and, and realizing how that went um and then last game against richard butler um who had lots of Berlin attacky type stuff. Um, Clouds of wits. I don't know, just folks, folks, oh, okay. people and 88 King Tiger Porsches and that kind of stuff. Um, King Tiger and, Porsche. They're the cheap ones, right? Yeah, they are. They are. But I mean, it, I, we, we, he hadn't realized that they lose two inches worth of tactical movement as well as lost the drop point of armor. Yeah. Yeah. And then at that point he went, Oh, I hadn't seen that. I wouldn't. It's not worth it, then, is it? That card. I was like, no, it's not really. <laughs> Our survey says, yeah, it, losing those two inches really does make a big difference in terms of getting across the board and being a threat, um, or or getting yourself out of trouble with flanking shots and things like that. Um, and again, the salvo templates worked great and pushed him back. And really, it's just a shame because there was a couple of times where had my SAS sheets popped earlier, they would have been able to threaten the back back objective and the front, you know, or the front one. Um, with things moving in front of them. Gotcha. Because, you know, and, and I think that's really where the secret is in the land mattresses, is they they dictate the opponent's deployment in the missions where you're attacking with ranged in markers. 
because who in their right mind is going to put any infantry under a peep bombard from I can think of one situation where you would yeah that's if they're mounted in something well yes that is and that's one of the things um, it's like Team Yankee you, you, if you, if the enemy has put hail markers on the objective you have infantry on the objective but mounting their APCs yeah which is fine if you didn't have eight M10s that's alright they just blow up then, don't they? Well, if you're shooting my, if you're shooting my APCs, you want to shoot well, my... Well, t- that's also the, a good point. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So, you can't yeah, no, it was a good weekend. <laughs> um, interesting again. I think Carivery is like one that I've always wanted. It's one of my longest running tournaments of going to, that and Warfare. And I want to I want a place, but I, do, I think I need to get into the Carivery mindset as opposed to a sing, you know, attack, defend, maneuver list mindset. So right. I think my list was strong. I just don't think it was strong enough in a Carivery setting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't Carivery strong. Carivery strong, yeah, exactly that, where you could be playing anything X, Y, Z. Um, I, sorry, go on. That's right. I, I, I was just making an exasperated side. I tried to articulate my thought, but I couldn't. I can't articulate it. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I forgot the most important thing that happened at the um, Tabletop Republic um, event. Oh. I, I won Best Painted. You did. You did. Deservedly so. Yes. She's the the most. Yeah. It was lovely. That was it. I just suddenly thought I was going to ask uh, how, because you said you placed mid table. Yeah. And there's usually some amazing armies that turn up. Yes. Yes, there were. Um, So that's that's what reminded me. And for the life of me, I can't think who actually won. Best painted. I know uh, Graham, Graham Wilmont came first with the huge amount of. German chaff, disgusting yeah. nonsense. Yeah, is that his list with the the recce and the yeah yeah? It's got a million and one things and guns yeah. and everything yeah. else. It's all armored. Yeah, I've played that. If that's where this is, go- if that's where late war's going, to sort of turn me off going to warfare. I must admit. No, because we get to control warfare now. This yes, is the problem. that's that's the yeah, great well, thing about no, warfare. Well, to be fair, you're you're offering a bonus point for um, filming your army, but if you Dominate a game by having burning chaff. You don't need that extra bonus. Oh, no, but, 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 but we go Lee, harder. We go further. But Lee, I also control ticket sales. Mm. We control everything. And I also, I also am old enough that I value my time enough that I'm not going to run an event for people to turn up with 300 spam armored cars to a tournament. And I will go. Ah, thank you very much. Are you sure you want to bring this? Excellent. Okay. Cool. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, are you really sure? Because it's not in the theme of what we're trying to do here. Oh, you do really want to be that guy. Okay, cool, excellent. Well, in, 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 enjoy your ter- your table that I've put you on of nothing but cross checks. The whole the whole board is is three inches deep water. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's in the um, it's in the Dutch lowlands, the very lowlands. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's on the Scheldt. Oh, yeah. it'll be it'll be the one we it'll be the what do we say? It was it was nothing but ploughed fields. Nothing but ploughed fields. Yeah, <laughs> so it's a cross check for vehicles, <laughs> and we all wreck we all wrecky and whatever, and just sat there in ploughed fields. Yeah, oh. going. Oh, I've got wheels. Oh, that's no. I mean, in all serious aside, if someone, I, I want it to be it's D Day themed as much as I can, and if people submit lists that are away from that. I'll have a conversation and see how it goes. Does I, I I'm I, I'd like to bring my little tanks. That's not chaff, right? No, because they're rubbish. 
Oh, all right. What have they done against? Easy. Not a lot against anyone ever, apart from the the the, the member of the twenty first pounds division. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant my hundred my hundred um, pounds of training. Oh, well, the the really bad ones. Yeah, yeah the, the Hodgkiss H thirty nine. Yeah, all the all the, be, the, be, the best in nineteen forty. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, I like oh. to £21, pounds, but I'm a bit worried about how it would transport, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> you, I be, you won't be sticking basing tufts on your models. You'll be reassembling them as they go. Yeah, if one of those tufts <laughs> goes up to oh. flames. I We've mean, all been there. We've all had that one day. Well, they just detonate. <laughs> just, 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 uh, I, I, I always remember um, my friend AJ's beautifully created American list that then... On the second game of Bright- when the Brighton Bashes got knocked off the table and shattered, oh, well, actually shattered. Yeah, it hit it hit it um, in the King Queen. It's this like little ledge that runs aside the wall, and it fell down. The tray hit the ledge and it just somersaulted oh everything out. So oh It couldn't have been a much worse fall when and he just um, got up his models and went home. That's it for him for, him for the tournament. So. Oh, buddy. Every time I ever had to deal with buy situations, because my play disappeared after the oh, Gave up. I'm not surprised. I, I don't fair, blame him. No. It was pretty terminal, but yeah. That's horrible. Here's your, here's your models in a black bat sack. Right. So, so here, here's the question. Uh, was it him who knocked... Was it, he who knocked it off? No, um, oh. a guy on the table. It's because it was a, it was a really busy one I did, and um, it, we were just crammed to max. Probably crammed what I should put in, in that room, honest. Oh, yeah. And the tables were a bit too close. And no bueno. Just... No bueno. Yeah. Right. That's and it's unfortunate when they socially awkward people, then didn't know how to say sorry, so it made it a bit worse. But he didn't terrain, know how to say terrain. sorry. Pull up, pull up. Uh, just I don't think he realised the depth of what he had done, and. Um, Sort of stroked it off, went back to his game. <sighs> People being killed for less. I was going to say, my fist, your groin. I'm like to introduce <laughs> you to. You're now going to dance a tango. I think, yeah, I think AJ's solution to that was a rather than beating the guy to death, which is going, which I can't fault. No, I admire him. <laughs> I admire him. I admire his chutzpah completely. <laughs> Jesus. Well, that's a cool. thing. Well, well, congratulations for you know attending and getting that out of your system. What are you uh, planning next? Uh, I don't know. I mean, obviously, World's your lobster. You got ETC coming out, right? Exactly. Yeah, we need to start finalising things for that. What's he, what's ETC this year? It is late war. One hundred and five. Oh God, some more oh, armor class, man. Jesus, wet. Hundred. Well, have we not learned the lesson of not doing high so level? The hundred and five points is there. Presumably, well, supposedly, to help the defender get an extra minefield in defensive missions. What? That sounds. That sounds like someone going, "Oh, here's a plaster for your a severed artery." Yeah, it doesn't that, really work you know. because the, the the missions in which the defender needs help aren't ones where they get minefields generally. But also, what's a minefield doing? Like one minefield. Well, exactly. So one hundred five. Like, just yeah. tell them they got an extra minefield. They've got. A, Captain's voting I, I just, team. Yes, but it all takes. I forgot it's it, a democracy. It, it's a democracy. It's a voting system with the captains. It's very it's interesting to see. It's a theocracy. It's, a theocracy. it's, it's a theocracy. very interesting to see, and it's very interesting to see what some people think constitutes as "quote unquote" fun. Because yeah, mm. some people, some it's the same with like the mission stances. 
in you know when you're doing the matchups which is the team element of you know putting together people proposals against lists and then they put one and pick one and put one and pick one you know that kind of thing and some people are like oh yeah we should uh, only have um you know total random stances and 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 everything's hidden and you're kind of like but that kind of gets around all of the planning and yeah, it that, takes away the, the meta game aspect. Yeah, is, exactly. At that point, the whole reason they're doing this. Otherwise, point, yeah, exactly. At that point, you might just have random matchups. I think I found uh, what those people uh, enjoy as as hobby, and and that would be badger baiting. I think that's what because that sounds as equally I, cruel. No, I think them. I think it's 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 one of those things where it's like people say they enjoy something, but they haven't thought it through. And then when they actually do it. They go, "Yeah, actually, isn't that great? This isn't, uh, this isn't, this isn't what I We've all been there." Yeah. Set the sexual experimentation of youth. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was going to enjoy it. I absolutely did not yeah, do, that, is, do that again. Let's not do that again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we'll see. Yeah, so ETC is coming up in August. Uh, I think we've booked our tickets, he says. Uh, You've got some kind of Ian. boot camps as well. We are. Usually. Uh, training weekends and things like that. But yeah. often that's just an excuse to drink really good wine and have a curry. Um, so we're av- yeah, aviating out to Krakow. You're what? We're flying, flying to Krakow. Um, well, half the team is. I think the other half is doing like a really jealous that they got the leave to go do it. They're doing like a European road trip, um, and you know, stopping off at a couple of places on the way as a elongated holiday. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, we, it also helps us with our like logistics of going. Oh crap, we don't need check bags now. We can just sling those in the car and meet it when he gets there just remember customs will stop them if they look suspicious you better put the people that look the most innocent yeah have you met team england that's what i mean that's what i'm warning you i'm 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 having to pull some strings to get us off the no fly list you know come on this is it (laughs) you don't want lars in germany you know but your your baggage do you yes i've I've put in a request to gchq we should be all right okay i've seen swedish border force what are these tiny tanks what are you trying to do with these don't forget certain symbols are also banned in countries yes yes i know you know this but some people don't no it's true that's true um right do you need to i need to to, do bits and pieces for that but there's obviously the team element is quite difficult at the moment in terms of who takes what? Because there's a there's the, the hardest part is there's a requirement to take four different nations across the six lists. In late war, yes. Is that a new requirement? I remember it no, being it's been it's been there. It's been it has been one that's been there for a while, I think, and it it stops everyone just going. Here's three nations that we've done twice, you know, in two different varieties. So it I does work. You had to do a different form. I thought you had to do one infantry, one tank, one. No. Where have we got that from? Yeah, I, 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 I think it were there. No, no, there's no, there's no formation requirement. Effect. It's just the nation requirement. So, you, you know. Oh, God, you're going to start going down minor axis bloody powers route. That's now, a discussion. <laughs> Can we have a veto on this discussion? No. <laughs> Don't worry. If that happens, I won't play you again with them. I would, I would like to play my Uno reverse card now. Uno <laughs> Yeah, play against it. That'd be hilarious. Well, no, no, I, I'm quite happy to play with it or against it. I've got, I've got Hungarians. No, no, yeah. So four, four nations is interesting because you end up going, oh, that's a good list. Oh, we can do a tweak of that as this. Could you get around it as well by saying that your uh, American list is actually free Italians? 
free attack. No, all that kind of stuff. Oh. Unfortunately, it's, it, it, I mean, if you're going to commit to painting, I think that should be allowed. Yeah, free but, French. No. Uh, do a Brazilian list. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that just Germans? Um, <laughs> it was only American, but yeah. Yeah, so. I know, I know. Free, free Brazilians, yeah. I feel like I did do three Italians. That's a good, uh... Just three of them on a base. <laughs> three Italians, yes. <laughs> it's Mario, Luigi, and Willie. That's all you need. Mario. Put the mic. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's that. Um, I'm doing... Uh, April is going back back up to Warhammer World for my friend Justin's birthday, and would, he originally was going to do Old World, so I said, "Well, I'll forget my goblins ready," and now he's changed his mind and wants to play Legions Imperialis. So I've got those six mil Space Marines to paint, or eight mil Space Marines to paint. Oh yeah, I failed in that and bought bought, bought the box. Yeah, tell my willpower check. Are you glad glad that I convinced you to get the extra box of Space Marines? I am. Yep. Yep. You're welcome. Now I've read, now I've read the book and realised what you're trying to say. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 the bare minimum requirement. I still think um, I still think Marma's secretly you got you in commission or something, but so. No, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, for for flames of warry type stuff, I'm uh, kind of looking at you two as to what you guys want to do next. Well, this is interesting. So I I think, and Darren can correct me if I'm wrong, but we usually have a bit of a hiatus in spring. It's weird. It is after the the. the Flurry of events, and then there's yeah. kind of a gap. Oh, because um, there's May is beyond the Bunningrad Gate, which is another late war. Beyond the 105 war. points. It's the well, Bunning, we, we, Bun Boys thing, but we'll get to the yeah. events later. But I, I think I know what I'm taking to that already. Secrets. Beyond the late. Hold on. I'm it's thinking about events. Yeah, yeah, it's late, late war. war. Exactly. So I'm like, ah, oh, no, don't worry about that. Um, oh, however, I probably should start painting stuff for D Day. Because it's going to take me a while. Yeah, you get some Debrut pits done. Yeah, I need to get all that stuff kind of there. So I think I think probably D Day will be the next thing, and then I can have the units ready for the uh, what you call it lists, uh, proxy lists, not proxy lists, loner lists for the warfare tournament. Loner or loner? Yeah, <laughs> it's important. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. The answer is yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. So that's the games done then. Yep. <laughs> yeah. A few. But, um. Officer answers. Officer answers from our lovely patrons on the Discord. Do, do, do. I hope you guys are ready. There's oh my god, a, is, is there a is, is there a bumper crop? Is there? Plethora. We have an embarrassment of riches when it comes to people asking us questions for some reason. For some reason, they want our opinion, or because they certainly don't want our understanding or knowledge, or not mine anyway. <laughs> All right, hit me, uh, hit me, Turner. So, Mega Sockbert uh, asks. Bless you. Uh, if you could ask the winner of the Team Yankee Oceanic Championships one question, what would it be? Uh, Does the water really go around the other way, the other hemisphere? <laughs> I will, without hesitation, ask them in our Goon Hammer interview. Oh, love. oh okay. Goon Hammer. Goon Hammer's a good sign. Which war crime do they think is the least offensive? Jesus Christ. And justify their answer. Yeah. Because <laughs> that way you'll get shut down. Oh no, it's Team Yankee. It's Team Yankee. Yeah. It should, presumably, it should be is a toss one a war crime? <laughs> it's a toss one a war crime. <laughs> and why is the answer no? <laughs> Where's the answer no? Yeah. Um, the winner of the Ocean. Um... Oceanic. Should should Australians be in Team Yankee? There you go. There's one. The answer's no. 
My, my, my opinion has changed on this. Yeah, I know. You, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is why the irony. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. What? <laughs> is Lee a dirty town coat? Yes. Yeah. Now, you're not an American. Woo. Ooh. Um, what? I, I, I think it relates to our earlier question of what, what, what should be done to make um, premium. High end tanks work. High end yep. tanks work. Yep. Yep. There you go. That's a serious one. I do want to know about the Toss one, though. Yeah, yeah. And why is it make them all toss ones? Yeah, what's better than three toss ones? Is it six? Six. <laughs> State your evidence. Um, oh, two for one. Magus Sockbert also asks, how did you pick your first army for Flames of War? When Badly. did you pick up yeah. your first op for? Um, was it your second army or did you have a few of one side first? Help me make a bad financial decision. Well, there are no good financial decisions in this hobby, my friend. Yeah. Interesting game. The only way to win is not to play. <laughs> yeah. There are, well, it's, the, it's, it's the old, there are no winners here, isn't it? Yeah, well. yep. there's war games through and yeah. through. <laughs> um, so what was your first game, the first army? Eddie, if you can remember that. Cause I oh, what... I can remember, clearly. I, I, I think I actually talked about it before. I remember going to Hobbycraft Woking after being... T- frothed at by my co-worker at Games Workshop Guildford about Flames of War uh, into Hobbycraft Woking and they still sold it and they had the Villas Bacage book uh, on the shelf you dirty Nazi yeah I mean what a book though Not, you know to, 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 to go oh this ticks everything I want from World War 2 the movie Flames of War you know Whitman Tigers Panzerleer and then you know, these other British Forces, whatever the city square tanks are, I'm not that interested in right now. But, 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 Tiger, Tiger, Whitman, Whitman, Tiger, Tiger, you know, that, yep. that whole Hitler likey. Um, <laughs> not, not likey Hitler, Hitler likes tigers, just to clarify yeah. that. There's a, there's a sketch. I'll, I'll post a link somewhere. Please do, please do. <laughs> please provide context for this strange <laughs> rant. link. So that I, and, and of all my version, because that was the end of version two, I think. Over to our expert, Lee. Uh, Villas Bacage was um, towards the start of version two. Star, really? Version, yes. version two is when Planes of War started doing late war as proper books. Yes. Before, so, like, it was just some get you buy lists in, like, in, on a pre PDF. Oh, really? Jeez. Mm. So, yeah, I had it since then. Yes, somewhere. And I, I got like the metal resin platoon boxes and a couple of tigers. And then, never, you know, kind of started to figure out how it all worked. Um, and of all the books that I've got, that that is the one that that's the Flames of War one that will always stay on my hobby shelf. Is that Villas Bacage book, irrespective of how out of date and how irrelevant it is, because it's just to me it, it evokes Flames of War, sunrise, um, which you know is fun. And then obviously driving through the town with my brother-in-law it was pretty cool. Um, but the up four, so the What's second, that? I didn't, What's up four? um, Opp- opposing force, opposing force. So, oh, you start right. allies when you get an access force, yeah. Oh, so right. The first allied list I got was probably the Irish Shermans, Market Garden Shermans, Irish Guards, Irish Guards. Sorry, yes, not Irish Shermans, but Irish Guards. I mean, you were um, Irish, but yes. Which which were from the open firebox set. Oh lord. Yeah, no. Yeah. Cause yeah, plastics. Yeah, but what what plastics? 
I mean, it was a couple. It was one of my first blog articles on my personal, on the Flying Flares blog, was how to build those without them looking chunky. <laughs> um. So yeah, that was the first one. Apparently, it was a terrible financial decision. Other than now, because the models all so out of print, I could probably yep. sell them for ninety quid a platoon to some yep. maniac. Get on it. Um, get on it. Uh, no, I like them. The little because the pan they have the little Panzer wraps, don't they? They don't have no. They do. Yeah. The tunics, yeah. yeah. Tunics. So got those. I need to get. The, I, I want to get those finished properly. Um, Wait, it's your first army. You still haven't finished it. How? Well, how why am I surprised? Surprisingly, it's it was the first army of where you got bits, but it was obviously hideously expensive, and it wasn't all in production and easy to get at that point for me. But you have got it. I've got most of it now. But it's not finished. Do you mean it's not... Hold on, to clarify, I think Lee's Lee's shock was, is it playable? Or do you mean it's not finished as in you haven't got everything you need to? I haven't got everything I wanted from the original list. Yes. Because because I built a couple of platoons and then kind of played some games and bits and pieces and then... But that that wasn't the totality. That of the wasn't question, was that it? wasn't really finished. And then I picked up a really cheap um, SS company box off eBay, and then did the Estonian SS force. Yes, you did. Yeah, I remember that. And that's probably, to be honest, that's my first army army that I was playable, simply because the company box gave you so many points, and you didn't have to do the half tracks. And then you could add in the support and the 88s and all that stuff afterwards. That's why it became a playable force, which is why the Panzerleer kind of like was the first army, but we never actually saw the table. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, okay. Which is so why it's unfinished. It's, it's, it's unfinished business there, really, to go back and, and table it properly, paint it up properly how I want it in my head. Um, and then, yeah, the SS, uh, not the SS, the... Um, Irish Guards, which were one of my first warfare, not warfare, carivery lists with Joe Vanderleer. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was, the uh, FAO. Was, yeah, it was so good. Brilliant model. I re- well, again, one of the ones I was re- really wish they released separately or bought out. That's, the, the, the interesting point there is the the Irish Guards, by that point, having played and messed around with the Germans, the Germans, by the time I got to the Irish Guards, I knew how to look at the force and build it. So I actually have everything for that Irish Guard army. I had, you know, the the um, the trucks, the, co- yeah. the column, the column platoon, all the options. The column yep. platoon, yeah, 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 exactly. I had all the you know the the um, typhoons with the Joe Vandalier model and all that stuff. Yeah, you know, I got all of that and put all baggage and properly marked up platoons and things like that. Um, because it was, you know, to kind of cut my teeth on a couple of armies before. What about Lee? What yeah, Lee, yours, it'd Lee? be interesting to hear about you, mate. Yeah, so obviously um, I got back way back in version one, and my first army was always going to be a free RT army. And Desert, yeah. Rats, Desert Rats had just come out, the first um, British book for Flames of War. And so I, I started off... I was also convinced to play by a games workshop staff for the one locals at the um, GW Brighton gym. Um, See, every time I hear people badmouth GW in the hobby, I think of how many gamers 
absolutely. I, I, I'll never ban. I mean, there, no. there are some bad. There were some staffers you tend to avoid that kind of thing, oh, yeah. especially the match at the time. Yes, Mike is appealing him, and and but yeah. So anyway, so Jim Jim's original bright idea was we're going to do a flames one twenty millimeter. So I got three twenty meters twenty meters Sherman somewhere. Do we realise that was a really bad idea? <laughs> That's a terrible idea. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so then Desert Rats book came out. So we, we put Lake Water aside, and um, I my first force was that box that you used to get with the Crusaders, the Grants. The motor infantry. I might oh, even the got, big army box. The yeah, big the big army one. box. I might even got both oh. the tank box and the infantry box. I think I did. Oh. Um, and so that gave me a whole bunch of models. Um, and then my up four would have been DAC. Um, nice. Probably, probably a good few years, couple of years afterwards, because generally. I there's there's enough people we had quite a few German players to start off with. Out of the four people playing it, I think we had three German players, and I was the only Allied player. So <laughs> I don't really need a row, but um, an up four to start off with. Until I was really just trying to teach people the game, I thought rather than use them grants on grants, hot grant grant action, I'll just um, you know uh, get an up four. Okay, what about you, Dunk? Uh, my force, first force, was the 90th Light Division because um, the club I would go to um, was all over Flames of War and I was a late comer to it and they were playing a campaign in the desert. And that oh, was the nice. first That was the first game I really played was using 90th Light and I was like, this is cool. And I did my usual thing of going down a internet wormhole and reading stuff <laughs> and then I was like, yep, that's it for me. I'm going to have 90th Light. So I've always had a 90th Light force. Um which it, it suits me as uh, ironically because it's all quirky. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely a hobby hipster German force. <laughs> it's for, for the desert as well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they're formed outside Germany. No vehicles. Lorraine mm-hmm. slippers. All mm-hmm. all this stuff. Stugs. Captured Russian guns. Yeah. Captured Russian guns. Stugs. But it's yeah, such, such a historical eye opener, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, about I mean, from. You know, but I've made a mistake of doing the first version for this, calling it 90th Panzer and making it nothing like 90th, 90th Panzer. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that was an error of judgment. Unforced it, error. Unforced mm-hmm. error. Um, so that was my first one. I'm trying to think now which is the first opposition force it would have been. It would have probably, would it have been Americans? It's probably been Americans, you know. I had Germans for a very long time in all kinds of guises. Um, 21st Panzer, obviously. Um, and then I think my first British force was actually the... Yeah, it was the uh, Highlanders. So that was fairly recently. That was the um, the Keith Flint list. <laughs> Twisted fire star. So, <laughs> which, which I still need to have a run at that. But I think it must have been America's, but I'm trying to think which ones it would have been. Yeah, because certainly we met... At um, Dyson, you had for um, Australians, didn't you? Oh, so you God, hadn't no, it's the Australians. It is the Australians. It would be the Australians that I've still got. Yeah, it would be them. I forgot about them. And that was when I, I made a terrible error with um, the tanks and had to swap them out because Rich Hardy pointed out that they didn't have. Ah, you were uh, terrible. M- you were terrible at was was talking to Rich Hardy and taking and, and, and you know, <laughs> no, just no, doing no. what felt cool, but doing what was actually historically accurate. So that what... was the right thing to do because the Gosh, once the thing once once he told me that I couldn't unhear it was the problem. <laughs> so he was like, "Yeah, they didn't have M M11s. The, uh, mm-hmm. the New Zealanders they they had H39s." And I was like, "Ah, oh, crap!" 
So that was when I got my first, I think it was Peter Pig units, actually, because they, they made the uh, H39 and they are, I've still got them and they are lumpen pieces of metal. <laughs> so um, I, I, I like some of the stuff. Oh, no, don't get me wrong. Some of it's, but I don't like their vehicles. Their infantry is nice, actually. There's yeah. some very nice sculpts, but the vehicles, because they're I metal, love the objective I have issues. markers. Yeah, the wrecked vehicles, wonderful. the one yep. drop resins. Oh, so it is good. some good stuff, but it's just like I can't deal with metal vehicles now. And, and, and to me, and to me, Peter Pig is the epitome. You know why epitome. you go to a war game show? Yes, to see the, the actual is... thing and go. The website... <laughs> the web... Duncan has the thing. The website is awful. The only way you can see the models is by the website has gotten a lot, lot better. It has. It's now like got reached the nineties. It's, it's now been... reached the nineties. So you've got these pictures of things. However, not, all, not everything that said. Not everything. Not everything. Not everything. That said. There is nothing like seeing the model in the flesh because no, a really not. good paint job can hide a multitude of sins. A, a really good paint job with a 90s digital camera photo can hide even more. Yeah. Um, I like it when actually, because Essex used to do this at shows and they put a very thin black wash over yes, bare metal. Yeah. That's a yeah, classic yeah. metal work because I remember that from yeah. like sit down miniature catalogs and stuff like that. Yeah. And you'd look at it and go, okay, I can see the contours, I can see the detail. Mm-hmm. Right, so oh, these are good, but that that was they were my first two. Actually, there's New Zealand's I've revamped because they were they were for um, Hellfire and back. Yeah, so they're very early, so they they don't really have a place at the moment. I had to tweak them around to get. Um, oh God, where's that platoon? I've got another platoon of New Zealanders to paint. Ooh. With the I oh, know Aussies, sorry, they're Aussies. They're not New Zealanders. They're Aussies. So, so I think we need to do a back to back to first, you know, back to back the to start. The future. Back to the Future type thing where we play, we set aside some uh, goals to play games of our first armies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I still re- quite regularly use large chunks of my first army. Yeah. Well, I, I'm thinking like, you know, if I did the whole Panzerleer with Tigers type thing, mm-hmm. which would be quite fun. If you actually finish your first army, yeah. So. I mean, yeah. That's, the, trouble, the trouble I have is obviously looking at my very first platoon, it was the flat grey bases with the big pl- uh, plinth bait things on, and I just glued them on and put some flock on. So it's kind of like I'm going to have to rebase everything. I, if we nice. did that again, I would sell my. I would sell mine. I would sell See, my yeah, figures I for the second I, time. I, I, my models. I want no, my you models. You can't. But I'm just saying for the nineties light, I would absolutely sell them and redo them because I, I, they, they make me sad when I get. Why well, can't? Because you can't buy personally models anymore. Well, that's why you can't exactly. I'm just yeah, saying yeah. that, but for me... Classic was... half-tracks, though. No, definitely. Those exactly. resin metal ones were a nightmare. Maybe that's it. Maybe, maybe we go back to... The... I mean, like Lee said, the problem is, is that he's, like never, that. he's never gone. He's ne... Lee's, no. so, Lee's so such a curmudgeon that he's never actually moved he's on from his He's just hobby army. hardcore. That's all it is. Yeah. I mean, I have to, redo, to be fair, I'd have to redo the infantry because the infantry all, over the years have been beating off those bases. And those oh, tired, oh, those tired all angles. <laughs> British, yeah, but, yeah <laughs> phrasing. British infantry had and tied up ankles. They snap all yeah. the time. So I, I have to redo a lot. Let's say I have to do a, a Brit motor um, company. That was, <laughs> Oh no. That was on my list of things. One of my original armies. I oh, can't I might, do it anymore. I, I might have met one of those somewhere. I've, I've got, I think I've got enough figures to replace them. Okay. I've got various blisters and that. So, so, so in answer to make my sock <sighs> question, yeah, that was a long-winded answer. That, that, that was that, uh, it's great. That, that oh, stimulates some juices. That was the problem. That's why we do this, right? Um, the sensible thing to do if you're doing, you want to force and up force, would be to look at the starter sets for the period you want to do, 
buy that and then get associated forces to bulk them out into, you know, two usable armies. Yeah. The ridiculous Fez answer, if you want to make a terrible, uh, sorry, bad financial decision, as you've asked, um, is to randomly get a one of the old, smaller version three or version four force books for a period that you're interested in, such as Villas Bocage or Nuts or any of the other ones, which only which which are the small, thin, uh, pamphlet-style A5, A4 books, softbacks, that, did, that give you the history and the force lists for two opposing forces, but in one little thing from an old version, which has a lot more history in it, and uh, build that, in using modern models because you won't have anything that's competitive but it will be historically themed and it'd be really cool so that's the bad financial decision from me and play the missions in the book uh yeah i'm gonna start the other thing i'm gonna look at which i thought about earlier which i hadn't spoken about is the mine and i've been banging around this idea about not having like a one drop reserve isn't necessary and actually two drops better yeah i, I i've been leaning that way i, I, I think we had yeah, this conversation before about yeah yeah i was just uh eddie wasn't on the call though when we were having it i don't think uh he was absent presumed i don't know missing <sighs> having yeah, fun. yeah exactly um it's just delayed reserves man no I mean... but you want a really expensive one then you want to you want a cheaper one that you can bring on if you don't want your expensive thing to come on and get shot you yeah see? but seriously yeah seriously i mean it, it, if your opponent has that much control of the board then you, you've lost the game already you're not playing the game now right move on next question <laughs> was that was that something no one else said no because martin can do kind of nonsense like that because his cheap reserve will come on survive and then somehow be in the flank shot and, and kill a king tiger with the <laughs> yeah. <Lee> enfield <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks, mine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Take every all of Martin's tactical advice with a pinch of salt because he just makes stuff like that happens. Um, Captain Jesus, who I think was Carl's stop person. Yeah, the weird thing where he had to change his credit card. It seems to have thrown things back to his original. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So Carl's stop person, Captain Jesus, <laughs> the artist, for, the patron formerly known as uh, Carl's yeah. stop person. Oh, it needs oh, to be Carl Stop person again. Oh, that's oh, I miss it. I know. Okay. Maybe we can like bully him into changing it. Back. I about to say browbeat him back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just dead name him constantly. Sure. <laughs> the reconfirmations in the game get a lot of hate because they're abused to make min max lists. Do they? Are you being Shut attacked? Did, did, I, I mean, but I thought all Daimler armored cars were supported by three crocodiles and towed 17 pounders and 10 Achilles. Stop it. (laughs) Um, How would you set up games to recreate the actual clashes between opposing reconnaissance? So there's a mission in the mission pack called Vanguard. And I think it does a very good job of doing that sort of rolling meeting engagement. Where you start off with your scouts and the rest of your force arrives over the course of the game. Oh, yes. We, I've been meaning to play it for ages. I think mean, we play it once. And we didn't really have our forces optimized for it, so it didn't really work. I think it's not a mission you can do with an optimized force. You have to know you're going to play it. 
Yeah. I really think it's one I want to do one day, knowing the play, what, how it works now, how to play it, and actually have a force optimized to have this rolling engagement kind of thing. I think you play something like Dust Up, and then you just give both sides deep reserves. Another thing is way back in version one. So version one's weird because basically the game changes over the course of editions. They put in extra rules. And one of the things they did was recce. And when they put the recce rules in to really make recce work better by a lot mm-hmm. of very early versions of like eyes and ears and cautious movement stuff. Like oh that. my God. I would murder someone to be able to lift onto ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, seriously, version version four, they got, um, version five, they got to bring it back. Oh. Um, but they also put in some recce missions and, and the objective wasn't to um, kill the enemy necessarily, but to get your guys off the board without being um, you know, spotted effectively. So you're sneaking around trying to stake on the ground for, and go to the table. For, for those of you who weren't uh, you know, in the game back in version three, um, recce used to have the skill called um, eyes and ears, which meant that essentially your platoon... For someone within line of sight, you put you you took a skill test per team in that platoon, and if they passed the skill test, the team the platoon that the enemy platoon that they could see lost its gone to ground status. Yeah, and if you're so, a gun team, they're they're, they're save degraded as well. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and if you're a gun team, your gone to ground save was better than your firing save. Yeah, these days your your save's better anyway. You don't really have that yeah. detriment, but. Which meant that you'd all of a sudden you'd be like, because it, it was like 88s with like a four up gone to ground, five up, you know, firing. So, yeah, that, that, that used to mean that your recce, they had, you had some scout movie type things and they could also um, stop ambushes within distance of them, which meant that aggressive recce had a place. Because you could drive forward and go, no, nah, you're not ambushing here now within 12. Um, with an eight, I think. With an eight, yes, sorry. Uh, with an eight. Um, but the main thing was being able to lift gone to ground was huge because it was like, ha now we can shoot you with our flamethrowers and you'll die lots. Yeah, yeah, if we, yeah I, I really don't like how Ricky works in version four. It's just one of those things. It doesn't work. Yeah. But I'm also... Spearhead I, I, bit works. But that's the spearhead it. bit works really well, I think. I like that. Um, I'm not sure. Did Ricky formations actually scrap... Yeah, in the desert, lot, so in the desert you get lots of instances. Um, uh, isn't it in Von Locke's book, Duncan? He talks about scrapping with like um, recce. Yeah, he does. Yeah, they they duels. Oh, okay. Jewels. okay. Now in, in when the battle gets to Europe, yeah, it's less so. That's only because obviously things are breaking down so much. You know, into court are scrapping with like local infantry units and whole you know whole delaying forces that kind of thing which were often recce units um because yeah. obviously the germans used their recce for delaying actions and stuff what one of my um, one of the favorite stories i know about recce this is why i kind of asked the question is because um it was in normandy and it was a load of daimlers who stumbled across a retreating uh, german recce unit uh column and they just joined the back of the queue and and just type, like, followed them, <laughs> pretending you know, yeah, we're all retreating together here, lads. Not a lot, yeah. And they were like, "Oh, where are we going? Here's an intact, <laughs> yeah, here's an intact bridge. We'll, we'll just stop here and we'll just radio in and let people know that there's a bridge here." 
skadoosh. Yeah. So, yeah. so it was definitely in, it was definitely recce on recce skirmishes in Normandy okay. and the like. I suspect it got a lot less frequent after that, but um, desert is the high point, I think, for desert. Yeah, hot, I mean, desert's the high point of a lot of things. I mean, to play more desert games. Oh, absolutely. My favourite period of the part of the war was desert. Um, yeah, there you go. Uh, Mr. Taylor asks, question, how awesome is next year's warfare event going to be? Trey awesome uh, seven out of I'm not going to say it's just going to be seven. Oh, seven. okay yeah good Quite number good. Yeah, a throwback number. to uh, one of my really friends Mr. Sevier whose answer to anything was seven but with an indeterminate scale so it could okay. be seven out of three that's a pretty good weekend yeah or it could be seven out of a hundred which is University math scores. <laughs> You're an engineer, Eddie. Exactly. Oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think I don't build anything? Yeah, not allowed to. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, hopefully it should be really good. Um, I promoted it when I promoted it at uh, Carivery, uh There was a lot of interest from a lot of players who um, had uh, some questions about the. Yeah, red versus blue, not wanting to bring two armies. But then instantly when I said, well, it's red versus blue, but you don't have to bring two armies. You can still get the extra point if you agree to play, you know, the the Joker list kind of thing, the swap out proxy. Yeah, not proxy, the swap out list, the provided army, if it and if it would be a blue v blue. Everyone, oh yeah, sure, fine. Um, Yeah, yeah, a lot of the veteran gamers are quite excited and the low, low points cost... And and that's why I, I jokingly tell about I say talk about people when they submit lists, is that um, you know I said uh, hopefully we won't you know we're aiming to make it a fun enjoyable event and not just the same thing min max thing again, um, and people seem up for that you know a lot of people were like actually yeah we recognise they're getting bored of playing the same list anyway so absolutely for everyone yeah exactly I can't, guys we used to do theme tournaments all the time in version three especially yeah, yeah, yeah. that's all i'd ever run it's, <laughs> yeah. it, it's one of those things where i mean if you give enough people enough notice yeah it's exactly yeah. that exactly yeah. that so i'm going to make it very clear on the um the mission pack as well that it's just about if you have any questions just ask me you know here's my email ask because it's a conversation. Nothing's above a conversation. Don't assume anything. We can talk about stuff. If you don't have lists, you don't have models, whatever, blah, 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 we'll figure it out. But I'm working hard on the tables. Um, rules pack should be good. Um, going to have uh, the painting competition is going to be done slightly differently um, and will be a good thing. I, can, I think I can announce it now. Um, it's going to be the Steve Charlton Memorial Painting Competition. Lovely. Yep. Um, Perfect. Which I think is a great way to to remember someone from the wargaming community who is you know had a big impact, um, and I think you know I really want to push and make it an event, a highlight of the tournament calendar again, and then hopefully next year we get so big that we can run mid war and late war at the same time, and Team Yankee, and then Team Yankee, and then yeah. Great War. Why not? I mean, the, the thing is, the the tournament organisers are all for that. They just need to know they're going to sell the tickets. Yeah, and not, I'm not, not sure all of one yet. Not fate of a nation at the moment. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> fate of the nation just minus one force. Um, so uh, yeah, awkward. 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cheers, Dunk. Derailed. You're welcome. Uh, but no, uh, I, I'm all I'm all right for that. And yeah, I think yeah. So we start with late war, blow it out of the water. Um, as soon, you know, and that and the whole thing there is once the tickets are available, if we can get early sales, it makes a huge difference into the support we get from the tournament. Because um, they essentially last minute sales don't count for much in their eyes. Well, no, it's, why it's, would they? They can't use it for anything other than yeah, exactly. Um, so early commitment is good, uh, and watch this space. Um, I've already got my uh, local trolls. Justin's going to su- support me again in running it. Oh, he, he had a lovely time. I don't care what he said. He had a nice time. <laughs> he did, which is yeah. why he offered to help again, the idiot. Um, I can say that he doesn't listen. Uh, Phil H says, with the supply issues... Battlefield have had, sorry, with the supply issues Battlefield have had over the last few years, alongside the discontinued model lines, what is the one model slash box slash blister you wish you had purchased that you don't own or have enough of? Now there's a question. Well, up until last week, it was Australian infantry for Team Yankee. (laughs) (laughs) But I'd rather fix that. Mm. I've got one. Um, mm-hmm. D Day Sherman's with the skirts collapsed. Oh, God, D Day Sherman's. The waterline ones would be really handy to have too, but yes. I think yeah, I've got like one, one waterline oh. one. Oh, and then I think I've got like, because it's a platoon of five, isn't it? I think I've got four with the skirts down. Well, that's just enraged me now because so I need like some of those. One, one short to get the four platoon. I need three for my Canadians. Uh, sorry, my um, Lowland Division stuff. I mean, I know Peter Pig do them. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they, do, they, do, they do them, but yes, I, I kind of... Um, I, I've got the make feeling... things at the range, but that's not it. I think, I think, actually thinking about that, I think they were part of the latest uh, 3D print range, which may be better. better uh, it was, I remember going through when I was looking for SAS Jeeps before I decided to convert them at the Battlefront ones, there was a guy that might be a thing. Yeah, so for me, it's D-Day Sherman's. What about you guys? I mean, I've largely fixed my thing with um, the common, the original Commonwealth platoon I've talked about before. Someone was selling some on um, Facebook. I managed to get two blisters. So that fixed that. Um, obviously, like I say, Anzac Infantry for um, Team Yankee are fixed. Yeah. Um, I think Herman Goering is still one of those things I wish I'd done. And mm. I've missed now both chances to try and get the Blade Volkssturm with the AKs. I keep, uh, not Volkssturm with the AKs, they're um, Panzersturm with, Volks, with um, AKs. I missed it the first time. I missed the limited one they did recently because I had no cash at the time. Panzer, what? Hey, the um, Panzersturm with the AK and night vision kit. The, the vampire ones. Oh, sorry. Yes. not uh, the. Sorry, I, I was confusing... Volksturm with Volksgrenadier. Yes. And I put Panzer, they're called Panzersturm, I think. Yes, Panzersturm, yes. the, the vampire. Yeah. Which are, which are probably my nicest painted models. My platoon of those. Nice. Custom bases. So, Lee, other than, not Lee, uh, Duncan, other than uh, Schumwagens. No, I've got some of them. I've got more than enough. We got shit from Australia with like six boxes of shrimp bargaining. Um, you guys are so well, happy. That is. What a mistake. 
What a terrible, what a mistake to make <laughs> You knew what you get into. I did. We did. We wholeheartedly. I mean, it was one of those things we looked at and went, this is insane. Should we do it? And then, yeah. And the problem is I asked Eddie. In our supervision, in our defense, we were left unsupervised. We were left completely unsupervised. Instead of asking Lee if I should do this, I asked Eddie and Eddie went, yeah, that sounds like a really good idea. At that point, alarm bell should have been yeah, it's really good idea. everywhere. I'll go halves. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, there was just error written all over that. But um, I, I think it might be some... I, don't, I think I've got everything I, I need for the... Uh, how am I going? I just need to actually sit down and, and start making my way through. Yeah. Um, there was a Commonwealth... The Commonwealth Infantry for the desert. That's something I missed with the bush hats and stuff. And I, oh, I, the original Aussie infantry, yes. That, the original that's, that's, Mike's got some of those. They're lovely figures, yeah. Yeah, I've got, I managed to pick up... Uh, I've got two platoons of it, so it makes a very small company, but um, it's not quite enough. But, I mean, I think I think I was a bit worried they weren't going to do the Volkstern when they did that, so that was useful. Hmm. But I can't think of anything else, really. There, I'm sure there'll be stuff that... The trouble is, I, I've always been drawn to the kooky stuff, so, you know... I've got all the, you? Never. I know. I mean, what we're going to do with eight, one eighty-one mil Ryan and worth of mortars? I mean, <laughs> I think it's more than the twenty-first pounds I had. Um, yeah, I don't think there's anything really else. But the, the trouble is, it the problem I have is that little projects pop up, and you go, "Oh, that'd be really cool," and you go, "Oh, I can't do that because they don't exist." Like I did it for ages for the um, the Stugs. I was doing yeah. Italian Stugs and, and yeah. I was using some of NT75s and I couldn't get hold of them for ages and that was really frustrating but then fortunately they brought those out but they didn't bring out the oh that's what I need there you go 105 Semaventis oh so the the what they called they're not called elephants Elephantino there's something it's something like that I can't remember Bassano Bassano it might be Mike can rip me apart from my mispronunciation, but they're the um, they're 105 mil Shermans on the uh, P40 chassis, not Sherman Semaventi, sorry, on the P40 chassis, and um, I was using them as uh, stews, and I've got two, and it's really annoying because there's not much you can do with them, with two, <laughs> but you, you can do the mixed units, but you can't do a platoon of them, which is really, you know what you really want to do. So that that's definitely something that I would. Those guys. Like, yeah, I mean that's that's so corner case niche that. You know. <laughs> Dear God. <sighs> Mike Robertson uh, asks, "What is the most expandable formation? More exactly, what's the formation with the biggest gap between min and max points?" Ooh, there's a question. There's a question. I want to say when the German late war ones can start adding say, tanks right? into it and stuff like that, can't you? Yeah, where you can mix out King Tigers for, I don't know, infantry or something. I mean, there's got to be one. Is, it could be a. What about a. Oh no, Sherman's no good because no, even the cheapest. Ones. German Panzergrenadiers have lots of options in them when you get down to it. I mean, most. Because you can have the tank box in there. You've got all those, like. Um, Mounted anti-tank guns, dismounted anti-tank guns, mounted infantry guns, dismounted infantry guns, mounted mortars, dismounted mortars, mounted machine guns, dismounted machine guns. There's a mm. yeah, a lot in there. 
I see it's going it's to be like a really cheap infantry. I mean, what, what infantry has, you know, minimum... You want the core formation to be small, don't you? Like the required, the black boxes to be small to start with. What about one of the, the recce also the option to go like mental. What about one of the recce cards? Yeah, but they don't often have integral heavy. Yeah. Mm, lots okay. of, I mean, you can have lots and lots of armored cards, but um, yeah. But you can't get the points up. Maybe that's one we need to look at. I think it is, yeah. Or, or, or get. So get, get people to submit their ideas because there's going to be something out there. I don't try, you know, try to think. I think Lee's on something there with the, the camp group esque stuff. I mean, it's going to be one of those ones that has like a black box of second box infantry that you can then, you know, cheap HQ, cheap infantry, but then put a massive box like 44 points of SS Tigers or something. Mm hmm. I'm trying to think. Anyone has S, has um, King Tigers in the actual formation? Maybe SS do. I can't remember. Well, in the SS infantry. Yeah, I'm just wondering. Uh, tens, but what's going to That's the thing because they're not in bulge, are they? No, they're in burning. And then you don't get t- King Tigers in the D-Day book. Ah, that's true. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's hopefully, it'll be hopefully with this compilation, actually put all that stuff in, but I doubt they will. Yeah, um, good luck. With the no, no, I'm not saying they won't release compilation. I'm just saying there'll be a literally exact compilation of the books, and therefore they won't yeah. have all the stuff. I that want is what I'm them. saying. Yeah, good luck that they're actually adjust anything between it. D-Day Waffen SS because you've got the armored the Grenadier companies, but they don't have a tank box support other than the grills. That's why I was like, oh, hmm, hmm. I say, I might want to take away and have a slow look at. It's good. I, maybe it's like a Panzerstern. No, because they. Have... I'm thinking, like, but the Bulge or Berlin Panzergrenadiers, rather rather than the Panzersturm. I think the Panzergrenadier ones might be the more the point, but um, I need to look into it. That's just a gut feel. There we go. Yeah, interesting. Um, I shouldn't close my phone because that's where the questions are. I'm sorry, I was looking at forces. Uh, <laughs> uh, I have my second question we can answer. Um, everyone is always talking about how to run historically accurate armies in the hobby. But what's the most historically inaccurate army you can run? Oh, my God. Australians in Team Yankee? And a tacky... Well, no, because that's no more historically inaccurate than any other force. Well, that's true. <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, it's, for me, uh, it's going to be a attacking Berlin this that wins. No, um, <laughs> historically inaccurate. Throwing shade eighty years later. Well, I mean, yours is pretty. Yours is pretty historically inaccurate. Your whole recce. It is. Crocodiles no, and... Yeah, that's fine. However, no, that's all fine. of my forces actually existed. Try running a was it Ram Tank Company. Oh, yeah, the oh, no. has got to be a winner. That's... So, or or the mid-war uh, Italian heavy oh, tank God. company P40s. P40s, that's the one. Although Germans did use them, you could argue. Yeah, did and they? Brits use ram tanks as train tanks, but it's a. Uh, they never saw yeah, that. No, no, that's why from it being a. 
the Ram Tank, I think, is an excellent shout because it didn't, it deliberately didn't <laughs> see service. Mm. Whereas like, my point, my point is the P40 was pressed into at least active service somewhere. Yes. The Ram was gone. They went, no, we don't need this. Turn it into a self-propelled gun. We need some artillery. <laughs> Turn it off. It's now an APC. Yeah, exactly. Yep. That's got to be up there. Um, in fact, any of those mid-war monster things, egregious. Uh, yeah. I mean, otherwise, the answer is night fighting um, Clausewitz because it wasn't actually. I believe, wasn't the thing that Clausewitz didn't actually have night vision gear? It's just that they put in because. Already? To light up with um, Nat Jaeger book. Oh. All night vision gear was used on the Eastern Front. No. Um, was it? Was it? No, I think it was some last ditch stuff in Berlin. Which is Eastern Front. <laughs> That's <laughs> entirely true. It wasn't Eastern Berlin, though, was it? Um, oh, you're right. Sorry. Good point. Well made. Well made. I, I don't like the fellow, but he makes an excellent point. I sit corrected. Yeah. Um, any German tank that moves at dash speed without breaking down? Well, King, um, oh, let's, let's not get started. King Tiger's being ten, like a... Well, <laughs> ten, that's ten, that's ten, cool, Tiger. yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Pantalea says, what are your thoughts about the changes to forces of war pricing? Does this presage move to more online or mobile Flames of War for version 5 and your subscription for dynamic points? Question mark. So Flames, uh, forces of war has gone from a oh, yes. cheap, uh, was it a pounder list and then three, three pounds or a dollar a list to three dollars for the command cards, five dollars for the command cards, um, to a higher price, but it also unlocks the unit cards when you go to print view. It should be an option, it shouldn't be a mandatory thing. Yeah. I already I, had the command cards. I I, I I had I had the prints and minus to buy them at the time. Yes. Only you paid extra money to have a really poorly implemented printable version. And the, I mean, the, the the bitterness there is the fact that a lot of people have already bought this bought this stuff. Correct. You, you bundled it with half the models anyway. So correct. <laughs> you made one mistake and then doubled down by making another mistake. Congratulations. Yeah. And then and then you're now like enforcing it and on on everyone. To... And it might have been forgivable if they had done it in the, in the least half. If they does what summary like. People have made summary sheets for this that kind of thing. No, they get onto a couple of A4 pages. Have something. Um, I know a secret project where people are working on. They've made nice little summary sheets. Yeah. Um, just blindly putting twenty pages of things in the cards that you print out in the full size cards is a really lazy way of doing it. Yeah, that's the thing. It's, it's it seems inelegant. And it's an inelegant solution to a problem that no one really had. Yes. Forces is also getting a bit creaky. When you look at how other list builders work and that kind of thing, it's a very clunky, very clunky way of doing things. Yeah. It takes forever just to build a company. I mean, that, that, that there's the thing that really makes me sort of chagrin is when you select a formation, like you have to go in and tell it you want the black box units. Yes. It should just be. I select my formation and then, okay, admittedly, some of them have options for black block units and I can understand it not being there. But uh, like when I, the, the amount of times I built a British recce 
company on the command card had to go in and go, yes, I want my mandatory tamers. Yes, I want my mandatory command HQ. Yes, I want my mandatory universal carriers. Like, why is that not automatic? Why, you know, I want this formation. Boff, that's the minimum cost. Go in and add the extras if you want. Yeah, it's like doing American Hatchet. It's like doing American Hatchet's American Armor and not having the, the armor mortars already you know, built into the list. <laughs> <laughs> steady, steady. Um, so, I mean, I can understand that it's been it's been the same price for a long time. I think they didn't. Yeah, but it's not like it's production cost or anything like. That. It's I know, the, I know. Cost, the, it, it, it. it it su- it strikes me as being the perception of a small hobby company looking very closely with its face pressed right up to the glass at an issue and not understanding the global view of things and having a knee-jerk reaction to go with, you know, oh, obviously we're not selling more books because we've got this. Conversely, it's, you know, it potentially is a stopgap solution, quote in, in quotation marks, to having to go through the physical pain of reprinting card packs all the time. Yeah, I, I get I get that. Like I say, I already had the card yeah. pack. I, I'm not, yeah, for you, but for a new player who comes in. So, so, so it's, it, you know, in the gaming industry, it's always the reprint that kills you. You do really well, you sell out your initial supply, you reprint, and you sink a load of money into that, and then it doesn't sell, and then all of your profit has now disappeared and is sat on a shelf hemorrhaging more money because you've now got physical product that you've got sat and you're paying to keep somewhere whilst it trickles out the door at an unbelievably slow rate because you messed up the first order. It's always the reprint that kills you. I mean, how much... The problem I've got is... Mm -hmm. Why is it not just a monthly subscription and you get everything? That is a good question it's an alternative model i'm not sure that's the games workshop model at the moment it's most it's most of the models out there is you pay to access the product and then you say i don't want this product anymore and you don't have to pay for it i mean that's that's that's, because you the the problem you've got at the moment is you pay what once and you have access for quote unquote ever yeah or at least mm-hmm. until it falls over. Correct. That's the problem I've got, is that you actually own something. It shouldn't be owned. It should be a subscription model. It's a lot easier. It's yeah. not easier for their um, for the seller. It's not exactly great for the... I'm not, I am not a big fan of subscription model services so, so that the things are going towards, but that's a much deeper philosophical argument. It is a much deeper philosophical argument about you know physical versus virtual media and things like that but i mean the other thing is if you made it two pounds or two dollars a month to access everything you'd probably get your money back people wouldn't turn it off we play enough I think oh yeah no it's, it's great for the seller they would sit there and just harvesting funds yeah i think the problem i'd have is that their um, new output new new output is not big in- it's no. not enough new, not enough new content. If they started going back to the days where they had like digital content, you have an original. Yeah, process, here's an extra well, list. I would this. start maybe thinking if it's just like you know, give me, give me, give me reasons to pay you money. Give well, me a better forces when it actually uses a modern implementation of like. I, I completely agree, and I think that that would be the that to me would be the precursor is that you move 
your your articles and things, not your articles, your your additional lists online. You also then do things like dynamic points all the time. So you do a, a yeah. biannual, you know, you do it once a, every six months. You do an update on the points. Yeah. You can tweak things. You can release new things. You can change the uh, formations. You know, there's a lot more flexibility in that model. And I think the problem is that people are going, well, what am I paying for? I'm paying for yeah. the same thing that I had anyway. Like, <laughs> you've given me... I did, to, to, just to, to put my little old school gamer pointless ribbon, I did like the fact in the thing that like in the thing is oh forces has never had a uh, never had a price increase. I'm like, well, that's a bit of a lie because you used to give the listing for it used to be a dollar for the entire mm-hmm. compilation book. Yep. It, when it was Easy Army, it was like, yes, we're going to charge you a dollar to have access to all the lists for mid war. Allies. <laughs> yeah, Easy Army wasn't technically legal. Yeah, no, just... I know, I know. But they, yeah, uh, the thing is as well, it's, it's, I imagine it's also to do with the fact that they don't have a full-time developer working on this. And it's no. it's either someone doing it part-time or they're outsourcing it. Which you know, and, 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 it's outsourced. This guy did the original Easy. There easy, we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Greg. So, it, it, I mean, to have, to have something is nice. Could be better. Put how much, the, how the, much is the, it? Total $30? No, it's like five dollars a list now. Five dollars, yeah. See, mm. for something something I don't need. That's the thing. It's 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 for me. What I would rather have had was some notice to go. By the way, you know, because because that's the other thing that galled me was the fact that they went right. Any list you buy now are going to be five dollars. But oh, okay, if you already own the list, you can upgrade to have the command cards for a discount. I don't care about that. What I would have cared about was having two weeks' notice to buy all the lists I want for a dollar. You know, you know, the prices will go up in two weeks. Fill your boots if you just want what you've got now. Because I quite happily go through, go well, I might run that list. Oh, I, I didn't have that. I'll get that at the, the old pricing. I don't care about the new features. Fine, do that. You know, put your prices up to whatever because I've got what I want. Because I own the books. I for me it's a convenience tool, and the second exactly. I have to pay for a convenience tool, I don't use it anymore. And, and if anything, as a, t- a tournament organizer, I'm now going, oh crap! Now you know I don't feel happy mandating an easy arm you know, a forces list to make my life easier because instead of costing people a dollar, I'm costing them five if they don't own it. That's the big thing. You've you've made well, it's yeah. a bigger a bigger investment to people to run a list at a tournament to for, for, to make the tournament organisers' life easier. I can't believe they make enough money out of this and out of the books to make it worth their while. No, I mean they're a model company, right? They sell models. That's the point. That's the kind of force economy of all of this. Because I know, personally, the amount of times that I've been able to get in and build a list and play with things and go, oh, that's really good. Oh, I tweak that, tweak that, tweak that. And then, lo and behold, I go out and buy the models eventually. Hmm. Yep. You know. Ultimately, I think it's it's showing its age, especially in relation to the GW model, where you buy the book, you get the digital version for free. Slash, yeah, they're not going to be able it's to do that. It's not really free yes. though. It's true. It's it's free for me because I pay for the Warhammer Plus because I get TV or whatever it is. As the well, TV, yeah. 
Just that's just because I know Nick Bate and it's hilarious to watch him playing games and having crap dice. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a reason. I mean, yeah, it's fine. It's literally paying money just to watch an old mate die on live TV. Um, anyway, yeah, it's it's not been great. Couldn't have been better. I, I mean, think it's been poorly managed as well in terms of okay. communication. So at this point, is it us or is it Battlefront that it should be surprised? <laughs> Yeah. <sighs> right. Okay. Uh, we've got more questions to get through. And this is a long episode already. Um, oh, yes. Scott Decatur asks, I'm running a tournament this weekend. Uh, that was back in December. So I hope it went well. Whoops. Yep. <laughs> and I'm asking what software do the tournament directors in the community use? Um, there's one thing, there's, there's different couple of versions. Um, Isn't it West Coast? Pairings is one. West Coast pairings. But to be honest, make your own. It depends on the size of the tournament. Tournaments need to, ha- you need to have a- above 10, 15 players for it software to be worthwhile, I think. Yeah. Just use Excel at the time. Below that, use Excel or paper or both. Definitely both. As we saw at the, the TTR thing. Yeah. And the paper yeah, backup yeah. is invaluable. Unless you're going to do save file as. Doing that. Um, well, I, I always find like I made little like um, paper print off things because they're always a quick. Um, if I you sort them in the right in the, in the order, they're a quick check some to make sure the sheet is getting yep. the right answer. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what we did it. We went run, run, run more with them. Um, Harry N with beard and glasses asks: Does anyone own the resin Sherman crab models? There are some on eBay that look tempting for D Day. Are they worth it? No. Are they a decent looking model? No. I've owned them. I've yes. made them. I've made them. They are an absolute pig. Oh, yeah, they're a pig, but they look amazing if you do them and spend the effort and then glue the chains as if they're spinning round and all that kind of stuff. I I would say as long as they're not hideously expensive, get them. That's the thing that I wish I bought more of. Um, I think you can use them. Get them. Yeah, exactly. Or if not, they're an investment and don't build them and sell them for three times the amount in five years' time. Um, Mr. Taylor asks, Hey, gents, I could ask this in the rules clarification section, but I feel feel there may be more than a straight rules definition for the Golden Girls fans out there. Picture it, Sicily, 1943. Three Shermans on the table, side by side, touching, as we so often see. What is the valid arc of the middle tank? What are the valid t- arcs of the tanks on each end? Do we enable parking lot style games by not enforcing the rules for drawing line of sight from the weapon mount? My answer is yes. I think uh, yes. If we've you're had not, this before. Th- 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 yeah, we had this before. A lot of, especially in Team Yankee, if you do not play the, the, the line of sight rules properly, you enable swarms of things setting right next to each other. Line of sight is from the weapon mount. That middle Sherman can only shoot pretty much straight forward. Anything else, it cannot see. And then also, it's MGs. Shock horror. If you Can't assault the end anything. tank, only that end tank is getting defensive fire. It's harsh. It's supposed to be. Spread your tanks out. Yeah. Do it properly. Or oh, not at all. Exactly. Um, Harry Y asks, 
What would be the most ideal content for a new player in the new Team Yankee starter box with the hard plastic infantry? Oh, God. So we, yeah, we actually, me and Mike actually filled this on the time of day, which was recorded. I just need to edit. Uh, we had a few ideas about what potentially it could be in those boxes. It's going to be all plastic about, stuff, right? Yeah, it's, we know it's plastic Russians and plastic Americans, but it's about, the Americans have about five different things it could be. Realistically, just two rather probably likely scenarios, either M113 or Bradley Infantry. I mean, obviously, the Soviets could be BTR or various flavors of BMPs. Mm. And um, Mike came up with some fairly out there um, suggestions, basically taking normal battlefront thing of not having legal formations that's in the box and just having like a bit of everything. Yeah. But I each. proved you could have two, like a HQ and two platoons and still be in the sprue count based on other things like Stalingrad box and have a viable formation. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what it does, which way do you go of it? It will be. They look really good in the sprue pictures. Um, and I think I'm going to make an executive decision and call it quits there yes. because we have a whole load of questions and I'm exhausted. Right, we'll split there. Make, make it know where we got to, and we'll do a part two in episode 103. Yeah. So we'll get there. Um, so thank you very much for the questions. I'm going to run through very quickly the events now. <laughs> so uh, we've had Crivery, we've had uh, the Nationals. Uh, March 9th, Burning awaits Flames of War, Late War, 110 points at Tabletop Republic, High Wickham. Into the Fire is a World War Three Team Yankee tournament, 95 points on the 20th of April at Tabletop Republic. The 4th and the 5th of May is beyond the Bundenberg Gate. Brandenburg Gate. They're reworking really so Fla- puns. Yeah, they are. It's, it's stretching it. Flames of War, Late War, Battlefield Hobbies, 105 points. I will be there. That is my fun little weekend away. 8th and 9th of June 2024 is the Barn Bash 80th D-Day patron event, which we will talk more about in our next podcast, hopefully, because we're supposed to do it tonight. We ran out of time. The 15th and 16th of June is the Flames of War Nationals in Italy, Milan. It's also 105 points. Late war. Guess what ETC is. <laughs> the 20th of July is No Borders. Flames of War, Late War, 100 points at the Tabletop Republic. Fortress Europe's list only. Uh, 14th of October, Steel versus Steel, Team Yankee, 115 points at Tabletop Republic. 28th and 29th of September, Flames of War UK Nationals, Late War, Battlefield, Hobbies, Daventry. That is 100 points, that one. Uh, November 16th and 17th is Warfare, Late War, 80 points. Bonus points, Red versus Blue. And D-Day lists, Farmra, Flames of War, come and do. And hopefully I'll get the rules back up shortly with tickets. Mm-hmm. Nice. Shall we shootin' and scootin'? Uh, we shall. Um, what we going to scoot us today? Uh, T80. Oh, no. T80, God, yeah. I don't think, I, I don't think I tried shooting and scooting during the weekend. Probably I'd be that desperate. What, right. skill four plus? Three plus? Uh, no, skill five plus. Let's go for the, let's go go. For the shot, guys. Uh, a six. We've done it. With such laissez-faire attitude as well. If only you could roll those for your armor saves. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> well, or indeed, anything above a four would have been sufficient. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> it's lands and everything, is it? 
the Armoured Trainwreck of a Podcast you've been listening to with Shoot and Scoot, the Flames of World Podcast and the team at Breakthrough Assault at Code UK. It's brought to you by support from Benefit Hobbies, Dice of War, Frontline Terrain, and Front Armour 21? 20. Front Armour 20. Oh dear. Oh dear Lee. Yeah. 20 versus 24. You think it worked more often than it did? <laughs> <laughs> Bizarre, but they're enforcing they're enforcing democracy, Eddie. Yes, democracy. Whether they want it or not. Yes. Would you like to know more? One man, one vote. One man, one bullet, one vote. What? (laughs) He said bullets. One man, one vote. Choose wisely. Exactly. You have chosen poorly. It's just whenever I think of that scene, I just imagine Jesus being an absolute prick, and just at yeah. the Last Supper being like being omnipotent because obviously God is. So Jesus just be like, "Hey guys, guys, watch this," and just drinking out of a wooden plate. That's well, what the plate's like, for. It is, yeah, it's, it is grail. Grail means plate in French. Yeah, there you go. There's a plate in the background, isn't there? Yeah, exactly. And that's and why it genuinely does mean plate in French, and it's got it's a serving platter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a large serving platter, so I like. I do like the same thing. The idea oh, that, you but spend... I love the idea of him sipping wine out of it, and everyone just yeah. being like, "What's going on?" And he goes, "Trust me, guys. Two hundred years is going to be f-ing hilarious." Yeah. <laughs> the Pope's going to be. A, the Pope's going to be a German. What? <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? What's a German?